causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the I Don't Know Dude Podcast. Your hosts, give it up for Reno and DJ Dick. Wow. Let's fucking go. That's fucking amazing, dude. Jesus. Casey uh, Campbell, <laughs> you are a legend. Oh, uh, dude. dude. Thanks for coming Thank on, man. Yes. That was a fucking great intro. Hey, done it a couple times, brother. <laughs> done it a couple times. Been to a lot of, lot of weddings, a lot of shows. Yeah, so, Absolutely. so to, to give us a little, little bit of backstory here, I've known Casey ever since I started DJing because he was kind of like my the guy I looked up to. Right? Oh wow, right. that's that's cool. That's, that's very nice of you. But wow, I love this because you always had gigs. I always had gigs, bro. And, and, and it's funny because I lo- always looked up to him as kind of this up and coming DJ around Hermosa Beach. Yep. And I'll never forget one of like the most raging epic parties, the Penn State June Fourth Rager that they do every year in Hermosa. Yeah. And DJ Dick was crushing it, blasting hip hop. <laughs> and I just remember being my mind being blown there in terms of music, of course, beautiful girls everywhere, yeah, yeah. <laughs> intoxicated dudes that were total bros, yeah, yeah. And like that party was legendary, and they used to do it every year for four or five years. Remember for, this for a while, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! It's Where a- was this party at? On the beach? It was Strand on House? on over by Saint Rock Hermosa. Okay, for years, and it's just. All the boys came out, and we would all just be like, that, that party's epic. And what was cool about it is they did it on the same day every year. It's like June 18th or June 4th, uh, no matter what day of the week. So you'd pull up <laughs> on a Tuesday. And just rage. At 4 yeah. o'clock, Dick would be blasting music, <laughs> and we would be our minds would be blown and be like, all right, I guess we're going to go in a little bit late tomorrow and <laughs> rage today. So, a, a little bit late. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you... We're a part of Vox DJs, which is a very well-known, um, you know, event-oriented, I can't even talk today, <laughs> yeah. event, like, you know, uh, type of all-servicing. You need lighting, you need DJs, you need MCs, you need bands. That's I right. got you, boy. That's right. That's what you have. And, you know, I recently saw you at Noah's Bagel. Yes. Again, a bagel. I was like, Casey. Oh, they're just crushing a, a wheat bagel with cream cheese. Just, yeah. d- just destroying <laughs> have you had, it. Have you had their pizza bagel? Oh. The bagel Bro, keep keep me away, <laughs> keep me away. I can't do it with the yeah. six with the six cheese uh, bagel, and then put make pizza on one side of it, and it's available at all times. It's fucking yeah. amazing, so good. Dude. But oh, good. I gotta stay away. N- none of that is on the uh, on the twenty twenty one diet plan, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, how well, many? I got fucking so fat during the pandemic. All I do is fucking eat. I mean, I eat a lot now, but all I did was fucking splurge. Right. Yeah, right. I did all right. The world was ending, so we were. <laughs> We were like, who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so but, but I saw Casey. I was like, yo, dude, jump on the podcast, homie. Yeah. I love that. And then here we are today. Here yeah. we are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> that's right. So have you ever announced at a strip club? Because that's a very familiar tone in which I've in which I've experienced previously. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the next stage, bringing up Reno. <laughs> For a little, Excellent. we're gonna switch it up, guys. <laughs> a little, and then, but I'm coming out to shake what your mama gave you. <laughs> there it is. Immediately. That's it. So good, so good. 
Yeah, no, uh, uh, never got into the strip club MC gig. Uh, a little off brand for uh, for, for Vox for for Vox okay, DJ. How close? I don't think Mama Mama Kathy Campbell would be too proud of uh, <laughs> okay, that. Okay, how close are you to taking a strip club DJ gig though? Like, has it, has it ever became close? Yeah, we actually had a guy that we hired maybe 15 years ago. Okay, that was like, dude, I am the king of strip club MC. I'm the guy. You right? And he had all How this do you experience. Even know that, and, and he had it on his resume, and it was the whole thing. <laughs> what a and, claim! And, I love and, that. And, and he was great MC, great guy, cool, you know, cool dude. But once we got to it, we actually went out to a networking event, and he goes, "Hey, meeting wedding planners," and he's going, "Hey, uh, yeah, I MC over at Spearmint Rhino Tuesday no through Thursday, but I'd love to do that wedding on Saturday." And let's just say the wedding planners were not too thrilled to be like, "Wow, sounds great, guy. Let's get you in on the gig." You know, <laughs> holy moly! Let, let's bring you into someone's very expensive place they just rented. You see, yes. I've, been, I've been kind of close because my stage name's been DJ Dick. I've done plenty of bachelorette parties. Right. Um, I've gotten, I've lost wedding gigs because of my name. Right. Really? Like, oh wow! Because it's just, it's so. Phallic. It's dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's dick. Yeah, yeah. It's like the thing between your I've pants lost, and between your legs if you're a dude. Yeah, I've lost um <laughs> I've lost club gigs because they didn't want to see that name on their flyers. I'm like, yep. you homophobic, whatever. Wow, I don't wow. know. I don't know. But here's the deal. Um with there's two types of DJing in this world. There is like the constantly on the club scene, constantly in club, 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 residencies, residencies, residencies. Right. And you sprinkle in what and then the opposite end of the spectrum is is the Vox stuff where it's like events, 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 where it's everything's like there's contracts, there's like there's insurance involved. Yes. There's like there's no flyers, but like there's a lot of the whole process. The whole so process evolved. is really yeah. intense. Yeah. So you started out you well, I don't want to I mean I heard a little bit of your story. Yeah. You started out as an employee of Vox and then you were referencing earlier before we started recording that now you're owner or part owner or yeah. what's yeah. that? What yeah, is well, that? So the story is well, first, what's Vox? You guys are DJs. I don't. I mean I kind of have an idea, <laughs> but like well, how does this so if you're like vocoding, right? So Vox DJs is the name. Okay. And Sean, who we call the Godfather in Manhattan Beach, started it and it was like your voice. Okay. You, you know, every DJ has a voice. This is your voice coming out as a DJ, Vox DJs. Okay. So that's the name of the OG kind of uh, reason behind it. I love that. Uh, but yeah, so for me, I was uh, eighth grade at uh, Manhattan Beach Middle School. And uh, I look up, and Sean, old family friend, neighbor, mm -hmm. is blasting uh, Womp There It Is by Tag Team. And okay. everybody's going bananas. And I'm like, how do I do that? That's a cool gig. I want to do that. <laughs> kind of the same thing, brother. Yeah. I, and, I, I was like, holy shit, how, that guy's having the most fun, yeah. and he's getting paid. Right. right. Wild. So I went up to him, like, dude, this is awesome. How do I... How do I get involved? And he's real high energy, you know, cool guy. I imagine. And he's, you know, hey, Casey, oh, we'll get you in next week. And I'm doing Chadwick Middle School up in Palos Verdes. He's got a great voice too, you know? <laughs> wow. And he's like, uh, um, you know, come on, tag along to the next gig. So I went to Chadwick at 14 years old. He was like 17, 18 at the time. Okay. With his company, Vox DJs. And I just remember looking at the sea of sweating, dancing bodies and went like, dude, this is pretty epic. Like you get paid to do this. Like <laughs> you have to play whatever song yeah. you want and people have to listen to it. I and, love and, that. Keep in mind when you're kids, you think of a job as like this boring place that you have to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we all think of that like sit behind a desk. You, oh punch my god, away. my dad's gotta go to this job and sit behind a desk all day and he's like 
It's a lot of stress. Comes home all mad. Right. He's yeah. Like, yeah. So maybe they let him leave his chair from twelve to one to right. eat a cheese sandwich in the fucking that's it lunchroom. That's it. And so <laughs> it's got so sad. <laughs> I was like, this is the first job that I've seen that is actually fun, and everyone was thanking him. And yeah. I remember being blown, my mind blown. Like, what job where everyone's like, thank you for being here. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I am. Um, I, you know? I think my head and my ego exploded over the year of being a DJ because all, everybody just goes, oh, you're you're cool. You're awesome. It's rad. And yeah. it's like, yeah. am I really awesome? No. No. <laughs> you, but you do get that inflated ego. Yeah. You do. Because. Uh -oh. Because you're creating an experience. You're yeah. making people have an amazing time. You're getting them dancing. You're playing great music. And all that stuff leads to... But it's all—it's also a fucking talent. Like, it's a great job, but you have to be passionate about it, I think. Because you if there's not a DJ and you're just at a house party and someone's like playing, going through their Spotify playing music, right? there's always people pissed off. Very rarely is a DJ on stage somewhere where people are like, oh. Really? Like, I mean, there, I'm sure there are those songs, but very rare. Like, every, like oh, everyone's into it. Or, right. like, you know, it's just, it's you just bring something to the whole fucking experience. Exactly. And, and, and that's where during this pandemic has been crazy because we haven't had those experiences in over a year now, yeah. Dude, which is been, nuts. It's been exactly a year since I've DJed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Today? Yeah. Wow. Is the anniversary? It's almost exactly a year. Where, where were you one year ago? Were you at I Buffalo was, Club? Or? I remember it started to ramp up a little bit, the yeah. whole like virus thing. And uh, I was at 41 Ocean in Santa Monica. Yeah. It was fun. It went off. Right. But when I was walking out, it was kind of a weird sort of vibe where it's like, I don't know if I'm coming back. Right. Because I had a feeling... Stuff is because you know other like China started shutting down and then and then you I, were hearing I remember, about it on the news. I, I remember yeah. France was like started shutting down first, right? right? So I remember France shut down and all of a sudden we were like, I'm like, we're weeks away here, and right. then and then Coachella cancels and they just canceled it, again. Yeah, yeah. So so crazy. Yeah, the NBA shut down November 14, and that was the or I'm sorry, March 14, and that was the big like, oh shit, basketball this is serious. Yeah. yeah, when yeah, the yeah. NBA shut down. It just started getting weirder and weirder, but the vibe was so just, uh, like, I, I don't know. It was, I, it's hard to explain. It was kind of yeah. just just a really dismal kind of, like, oh, my God, like, can I breathe? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's going on? Who has it around here? You right. got it? You got it? Yeah. How, how am Such I going to wipe so my ass and how clean do my hands really right. have to be? Like, we thought we could get it off of Amazon boxes and pizza boxes and we were just freaking <laughs> out. Dude, I was yeah. disinfecting my my groceries after I bought, I brought right. them in. I was like wiping them down. <laughs> right. Did. It was par paranoia. And we got 61 canceled weddings in one day. Really? On that Thursday. Because everything was canceling. They're like, I don't want to go celebrate People right now. pulled the trigger that quick or you had that many coming? Like those 61 were like no, in but the that three like, months? That was like March 14th weddings, March 21st weddings. Like all no, no, put, no, put it in perspective though. How many weddings Vox would handle over yeah, the course so, of a month? So Vox DJs handles anywhere from like 80 to 120 a weekend. Holy shit. So when you get 65 people saying we're out the next couple weekends, we're like, oh shoot, yeah. this is wait, this is real. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't realize Fuck. it was that yeah. many. Yeah, holy shit, yeah. that's awesome. Snikey. How big's the team? The team is 165 pre-COVID. We're down to nine now, my brother. What? Nine. We we've gotten decimated. So when I say nine, that's nine full-time office staff. Yep. And then all the DJs have been laid off. 
are they for on, the time being. Are they on salary? Like, they're, or, they're employee. Okay, so employee. They're, they're all W-2? Yeah, they're all W-2 per event. Okay. But the thing is you want them to be unemployed right now so they can collect unemployment. Yeah, yeah, they're, making, they're actually so making money. They're making money, you know, doing that. But we're going to bring everybody back once we do events again. Yeah. But now here we are. February 2021, and we're still not back. Okay, now now people don't understand the ancillaries that have to do with that. So all the equipment that say, like, you know, the DJs use, all the, you know, go and tune from the little little nuances of actually having to produce an event when it comes all the way down to, like, speaker covers or or this type of event planner or this type of person that has to do an event, there's, like, 82 people at one event employed, and then all those other little, you know, octopus arms that have to do with all those other little tiny things and it just goes and goes and goes and goes when there's not one event that's happening it is a massive trickle down of nothingness yeah right and that's where we've gotten crushed in the event industry no club events for you <laughs> in the last year and no weddings i mean we've done we did like maybe 40 or 50 weddings in 2020 during the pandemic yep. but this was little small weddings masked up you know, not yeah. not the same vibe. Here's right, the deal, right. bro. Not the same vibe. To be honest, Fuck. to yeah. be honest. Yeah. How nice did it feel to have those weekends Saturday off? nights off? How nice did <laughs> that feel? Unbelievable. Really? Bro. It is unreal. Dude, it's a bizarre th- feeling because for guys like DJ Dick and I, we're so used to Saturday being on. So we Thursday, pro- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I Thursday, still trip. I tripped last Saturday. I went, oh my God, it's five o'clock. I am like so relaxed. I have nothing to do. Now it sucks because you're not making any money. Yeah, yeah. We're broke, yeah. but hey, yeah. <laughs> we got the night off and not a worry in the world. Whereas we used to that that was prime time. Text messages flying, guys out the door. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, know. I got a crew of people jumping yeah. in the car. It's like, oh, dude, too many people in the car. Put me on the list. Put me on the list. I'm like, yo. Yeah. And it starts ramping up. It's like, hey, we're outside. Come and get me. Come and get me. It's like, it's it, or the, the insanity while we're on stage is it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then it's done. Yes. Nothing. Shut yeah. down. Yeah, so that's your world of the club world and the lists and all that. My world is all the organization and prep of all the weddings, mainly weddings, corporate events. So you're saying five o'clock, all of your guys are getting ready to roll out. They're to all where they're supposed to be and be setting up and yes. shit. Yeah. shit yes. Shower shaving. Are you on time? Do you have fuel? Cool. Do you have a flat tire? Like what the fuck is going? Like is, are all, we good? All those text messages <laughs> yeah. come flying in on you know Saturday afternoons. Yeah. You know, hey, bro, running thirty minutes late. Hey, uh, wedding planner, I'm at my venue and uh, <laughs> there's nobody hey, here. Hey, you know, hey bro, the, wedding 30 minutes late, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, you know, just those little things that, that naturally happen that we're then remedying and making sure we're good to go with yeah. everything in place. So stuff inevitably always happens, you know, with guys, um, you know, people getting to places on time and, and do that. But for the most part, our track record's solid. Yeah. It's just those little Shit things that I always up. say yeah. you're, not, you're not paying the DJ to DJ. You're paying them to show up on time with all the working equipment perfectly <laughs> yeah. set up. Yeah, exactly. The DJ part's easy. The DJ yeah. part is the easy part. And that's where, in talking about the career as a DJ, the, the, we were talking earlier about how, at the end of the day, work is work. DJing's we're still work. Right. The gear to me, I, I, I don't like it anymore. Like, I'm sick of the gear. I've schlepped gear in my car for 20 years, like DJ did. Dude, I did, it with a, I did it with a 5 Series BMW in the back. Yeah, I remember with, that. With a full-blown, that whole, right. this right over there. It's a big coffin of turntables, in and out, ruining my back seat, 
Yeah. Get an upstairs elevator, the top of the standard. You set up. Okay, cool. Well, you don't, now you don't have this wired. Now you got to run to Guitar Center. It's like insanity. Yes. You know? <laughs> so you try to think about everything that could possibly happen, have everything with you, but schlepping the gear around, setting it up as a mobile DJ yeah. uh, is is. Ugh. That's the bad part. It's like you being know, a drummer in the band. Yeah, it's the, it's all the gear. But but then once you're set up and you you're in the middle of the show, adrenaline's pumping. You're sweating. Everyone's going crazy, dancing. You're locked in. And then the worst feeling is always when everybody's like, "Thanks, good night. We're out of here. Later, bro." And you look at all your gear, and <laughs> you're just like, "All right, I got two hours of work ahead of me." And, and, you know, like, and there's one person like cleaning up that one random high top table, pulling the pulling the like the cover off, and then like there's just trash yeah. everywhere behind the DJ booth. There's right. like streamer shit everywhere. There's another random worker in the corner, like doing God knows what the fuck they're doing. Right. And then you're just. And you just want to talk to someone sometimes. Sometimes I talk to the staff, the cleanup you're staff. You're just jonesing for a friend because the party's done and yeah. now you're there. <laughs> you, and I defy up. you. I defy you to do all of that and not go in and out or jack in the box on the way home. Yeah. Because you're just <laughs> starving and you deserve it. And like you haven't eaten all night because you've had the adrenaline pumping usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like a vendor meal. Yeah. Unless they give you a vendor meal, which is great. You know, a little bit of a little steak and potatoes and whatnot. Uh-huh. But. I'll tell you, Reno, those those late night in and out stops. It's like, I'm sure Dick's like me where he's like, dude, I'm not going to do it this weekend. I'm good. I'm going to stay away. I like I <laughs> I a mean, little snack. Well, that's what kept me from not partying, like, you know, and going hard in the paint while I was DJing because I'd, I'd give myself like a like a like a reward like oh my god i'm getting my little double cheeseburger at mcdonald's right. on the way just a little one with just a little bit of sweet and sour sauce no fries <laughs> but there but there had to be moments because i've been there i mean i partied with you enough but um with dick enough yeah. but i haven't partied with you but there had to be moments like when you're like maybe you were doing shots like during the your dj gig probably maybe you did too many and then when people are leaving oh, yeah. you're hammered just going Fuck! I'm gonna pull this shit away. Well, I'm gonna try to call that chick who's over here, and I gotta hurry up. I just leave it. Fuck that cord. We have a strict no drinking policy because we're employee. Well, I'm so so I'm fired at Vox. For uh, yeah, Vox DJs, it's like that's the number one rule: is you're there to be a professional. Get there early, set up, do your job, go home. Do not get hammered. That's like the number one thing. And I tell you, more than twenty DJs that I know personally that I've gotten hammered on the job and it let's just say they don't work for DJs anymore. Here's the deal. I've never gotten hammered to the point I couldn't do my job, but right. I've gotten to the point where like the the person getting married is like, hey dude, you can have some drinks. But then they're like they're like dick bartenders like, no, you're working. You can't have any drinks. I'm like, I'm their friend. I can have whatever I want. You know what I mean? Give right. me that. Red, I'll take that Red Bull right. vodka, please. And sometimes I've gotten schlepped sometimes, but then all of a sudden it, the bigger thing that you're saying at the end all of a sudden you meet these new friends. They're like, yeah, we're going to the hotel upstairs. We're going to go party or we're going to go to this house. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to grab my stuff real quick. And then, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. you're all sad. This, is, this smoke show babe was staring at me all night. Right. And then she gave me her number and left. And now I'm here for two more hours. Right. Or do right. I just leave it all and be like, fuck it. I'll come back tomorrow. It'll be here. I've, yes. done, I've done that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's got to happen. I, I've right? done it when not drinking, of course, but, but, but so tired that I've just been like, dude, can I please just come back tomorrow, dude? I need to. I need to go pass out right now. You <laughs> well, know? If, if it's really Either close, that or like I do you go not take a nap on the floor yeah. right there, and I'll be back. I do not want to wrap XLR cable right now at two <laughs> thirty in the morning. <laughs> you know, here's after the, the, being gigs, on my all the gigs you can leave your stuff at is usually at like a friend's house, like at a private party. Right. And usually at private parties, if it's kind of like local, you um you can get hammered because it's all with all your friends. So it's kind of like a 
bonus to the whole thing and you can trust him that you can keep your stuff there whereas like you're at a big ballroom at say like the disney center right. or wherever and disneyland hotel yeah the disneyland yeah. hotel that's the a big disney one center. Yeah. yeah and and you're at the disneyland hotel and it's literally like a half a mile walk back to your car oh yeah yeah and yeah then, and then to the load zone <laughs> and then it's just impossible because you have no clue who, who what employee will walk through that door next. You got to go. You got to yeah. take your shit. Well, I, I got to say real quick from watching uh, DJ Dick's Instagram, mm -hmm. it he, he's an independent contractor. Dude, his events look amazing. Like I'm always going, dude, well, that looks pretty fun. It's, like it's He's at Buffalo Club. club. He's at club, 41 though, yeah. and Ocean. He's at all these great places. And I'm like over here going like, I got the Finkelstein bar mitzvah Saturday in Santa Monica. I'm like, wow, DJ Dick's got a good setup over there. Independent contractor. No, so th this this is what's, this is the cool. This is why I actually went straight. Like I love the club scene so much because usually you have an opener, and sometimes you go you, you they warm it up, they fill the room for you. You get on at like 11:30. The place is primed, and sometimes you can jump off at like 1:15. So you're not going till the lights come on, and all the equipment's already there. So you don't have to pack up a single thing, take out a single cord, and you're in and out with just a backpack, and you're out raging with your girlfriend and having the best time with their friends, you know. And the, the club scene is so like, I, you know, the white glove treatment. And and then when it's not white glove, I get super lazy and I have a big event, and I'll hire like an up and coming DJ to come with me, right? And to, like a little trainee, yeah, help. a little schlep my stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool, do this, and then. You know, I get so I got so lazy towards the end of my career. Right. It's pretty much over at this point. We're coming back, baby. We're coming I, I want to do one. Yeah. I want to yeah. do one. What? I, I want to do a couple more DJs. Yeah, no, but where? What? Like, what's so? What's the thing you want to do? Whatever that has a open dance floor where people can be nuts to butts. <laughs> yeah. You know. What was your last gig before the whole fucking thing shut down? Okay, so crazy story. I uh, I love these are my favorite. Dude, so. We'll, Corona was was in the news. The NBA had shut down. It was that March 14. Mm -hmm. And remember on the news, guys, when we heard that somebody in Manhattan Beach, South Bay, had Corona. And they were back from Italy, and they had Corona. It was all over the news. I think Two so. Two Manhattan Beach people have Corona. Oh, my God. Hazmat suits from the airport. You know, all this stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to Equinox Gym to get absolutely shredded before my gig, like we always do, right? <laughs> so I'll go there, work out, you know, and I'm there stretching out. And the dude on the mat, my buddy, turns over to me, goes, I just got back from Italy. And I'm like, oh, they just talked about a guy on the news. He goes, yeah, that's me. We've been quarantining no for two weeks. Way. I just got done with quarantining from Corona. And I'm talking to the dude about three feet apart from him. What? And I start to slowly back up out of the gym because remember, it was scary. We you didn't know shit about we, shit. We about didn't it. know about Corona. We didn't know if you had to be far. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, dude, I for sure. So that day, um, after leaving him and freaking out, <laughs> shower up and go to the go to my gig, which is in Costa Mesa, uh -huh. a big wedding that did end up happening. Um, and so I'm on the way down. And I'm freaking out, full Corona tickle in the throat. I'm like, oh, I have it. Oh, have it yeah, for you, sure. You convinced yourself. Full, like an hour full meltdown panic, panic attack in the car. Full <laughs> panic attack. I have it. I even, you know, a shame, shameless, uh, you know, shameful to say, I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I just got Corona from a guy at the gym. I'm done. I'm dishes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need to call a guy to come, to come sub for me at the wedding today. So full panic attack, of course. Calm down, 
couple hours go by. Fine. Wedding's absolutely raging. Not a mask in sight. This is a, a, a great wedding in oh, uh, miss Orange days. County. It was so fun. Uh-huh. And um, the next day after that super fun wedding was when Newsom made the announcement, hey, we're going from 100 guests to 10 or less yeah. in the home. And that was when we were all scared. And then two days later, it was it was it was like all, zero. It was zero. like completely shut. Down. <laughs> yeah. So that that moved fast. The needle moved fast there of the <laughs> shutdown. And I had yes, I've I've since had about forty panic attacks thinking that I have corona. I think I have it about every other day. <laughs> you haven't you, caught it. I haven't got it. No, no. I am I am definitely. Uh, a hypochondriac though so, are you dude i, I just i get mental I, i'm at the computer i'm working away and i'm going wait i got an ache in my neck oh shit i got corona i better go get this checked out <laughs> <laughs> wow you, you got it right rich you and natalie yeah yeah you guys oh, had i didn't it. know that yeah chill are, are you scared? It was, it was chill. Casey, Casey does yeah. wait, 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 wait. For the record, <laughs> DJ Dick in the middle of a pandemic just said, "Corona, it's chill." Yeah, it's chill. it was actually, it was, it was actually pretty mellow. There's so I, I've, we've known quite a few people, and they've said the same thing. Like I have, like probably now, like. I don't know a few dozen people that I know that have had it. And been like, I mean, I felt like shit for a day, but it was like I I'm think fine. everybody's had it. I haven't gotten it. What? I don't know how. I don't know how. You know what? I bet I, you. I keep getting tested for antibodies because I'm like, dude, there's no way that I haven't gotten it. I've been out the whole you've time. You've been like partying like it's 1999. Wait a minute. I stopped drinking no, for no, seven no, months. No, not partying, but, but partying in the social, sense social. of social. Like yeah. it's 19, that's what I meant. Yeah. Re- for the lack Reno's of a better a social butterfly. He can't yes. resist. I yes. like being social, but yes. I also think that it's really important for our fucking overall well-being. Cooped right. up. Right. Like what you're saying. I, I truly believe like if you're cooped up and you're like locked up and just constantly worrying that fear is fucking like that's what it'll kill get you, you faster than it'll coronavirus will. Yeah. Like even being out and being social and just being around people and smiling and shit and joking and like, hey, you're fine, I'm fine, cool. Like right. it just like changes your whole vibe. It I've, does. I've gone mental mul- multiple times during this thing. But just then, like, damn. But yeah. then there's the other Sorry half. Sorry to of hear it. that, Natalie. Uh, Natalie got the uh, long hauler where it's like the co- the constant fatigue, the suppressed immune system. Meanwhile, like I'm in the best shape of my life. Nice. And, and nice. I, I feel really bad. I just feel really bad because we, we had two opposite ends of the spectrum because she had bad asthma and yada, yada. She's a girl. Girls usually don't have as strong as immune systems. I don't, I, I, that, might, that might not be a, like a fact, but I know. I that, don't know if that's true. I don't, no, no. That doesn't sound like it's true. <laughs> no, no. But I do. <laughs> I would think that we would, that men guys, would I'm gonna, have I'm going to let, no. let you guys duke this out. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase this. Girls tend to have an iron deficiency and a B vitamin deficiency. I don't know if that's true. More And vitamin D. They usually, usually have more, less vitamin D than males. And so, like the, the the zinc and the vitamin D and and all those things that most some women are deficient in, were actually the contributing factors. I'm not saying women get harder more than any other, but it's mostly the D deficiency, the B deficiency, and the zinc deficiency. That's why we need oh, to get a wait. doctor on here because I don't know if anything no, what you're I, saying right I, this now. Is why we, this is exactly why we call it. <laughs> I don't know if any of us. No, this is why we call it the I don't know dude podcast. <laughs> Because you don't, don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know <laughs> shit about shit, but I do know that like iron deficiencies and stuff is, is prevalent. In you know, people have different, um, you know, pe- people have different fucking deficiencies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, when you have everyone, everyone's unique. Yeah, everyone's unique. So, so this is, it, it this hit, is not my topic. Just hit, to let you guys know, her. I'm good with music, DJ gear. Yeah, We're, you know, networking. We can touch on that, but let's go back to Dick for the uh, and, and I'm, the, and the I'm COVID older expertise. And, and I'm just I'm older. And like, you know, I, I, being around so many people, like you've been around 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I've had people spinning in my eye while they're, while they're talking to me. I haven't gotten <laughs> like I haven't gotten sick in like legitimate sick. Like you Wait, can't get out of bed. First of all, fucking for years. Spit talkers, like <laughs> oh. spit talkers. Yeah. Can we? You know what really grinds my gears when somebody fucking comes up to you and they like put their arm around you and they're drunk yeah. and they're like face to face talking and they're beat red and they're sweaty and you're in their armpit yeah. and they're like spitting while they're you talking smell to you. The and you're just like, breath. Can right. you fucking like what? How many shoulder shrugs do I have to give you, bro, before you get a hint to get your fucking sweaty arm right. off? Oh, me. I don't. I don't let that fly, and, dude. Like I, I but, do a spin move right away. Right. What's, so I did, I, I did a um, a wedding in Texas. Wait, wait, what, what uh, grinds you know what really all, grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Casey? Well, I love talking about this, but just crazy to have gone to Texas uh-huh. during the pandemic yep. in August, right? Peak pandemic time. I drove there because I was afraid of flying, of course. So mm-hmm. I drove all the gear there and DJed a wedding in Texas in the middle of the pandemic. I love that. Not a mask in sight. 150 guests. Right. Yeah. And just we're talking spit flying. <laughs> we're talking, you know, notorious B.I.G. singing at the top of their lungs. Oh, just dude. like just loving it and great party. But you would have never ever like this footage is like you would have never ever guessed this was in the middle of a pandemic. Really? Because it was just they didn't want to deal with it. They wanted to have their dream wedding. But here's the deal, guys. So it's, but it's not going anywhere. But the best part is, though, is that all of those people, I love stories like that specifically because all those people were like, you know what, dude, we're with you. Let's right. go fucking party with you because this is your day and we're not going to let this shit They stop were us. all there to support it. She had already postponed from March to August. So she's like, we're doing this. We're doing this wedding. Yeah. And, and, if, and if everybody gets tested back before, that's fine. It's all you can do. Live your lives, people. Like, just get tested, do it. You're fine. Don't mess with Texas. So going along with the theme of me, my freak out episodes, go DJ the raging Texas wedding with no masks. (laughs) And then I'm driving 21 hours across the state lines going, oh, shit, I got COVID again. Fuck. (laughs) I know I got it. I know I got it this time. And of course, Reno, negative. (laughs) Not a COVID inside. You don't fly? What's that? You don't fly? Well, I was freaking out about the whole flying thing and then we <laughs> go to the airport. I love that. I just I just was like, you know what? Right now we can work from anywhere. Yep. I'll drive to to Texas. I'll stop along the way. Yep. You know, where'd I'll, you stop? I stopped in uh, Phoenix. Yep. Vis- visited friends there. El Paso. Visited some friends. San Antonio. Austin. I went to the BSR Surf Ranch in oh, Waco, Texas. I made oh, a little did? trip yes. out of this. Yeah, made a little trip. I, I was, dude, I went. There. I was the random solo dude at BSR Surf Park, going, "Hey guys, can I surf with you later?" Oh, you're good. Okay, what about you? Can I surf with you guys later? Because I was solo, just in the middle of Texas. So, <laughs> like, who's this random DJ guy that wants to surf with us? Do you, do you know I actually went there like the first week it it opened because my friend Shane Magnuson, who's oh, on yeah. that photo, yeah, right on there. the on the on the photo that is on my wall, right? Yeah. There. yeah. So Shane is the one who's building these these uh, these surf parks, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, come out." And we we booked it, came out. We only had like two full days to be there. Um, after our like um, Colorado trip, we went from Colorado down to Texas. And the day I got there, they're like, oh, we had to drain the pool and, um, no and d- repair the bottom. So I got oh. skunked on a surf trip to a wave to pool. A wave pool. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Well, last year was crazy because I actually did 
BSR Surf Park in Waco, and I also did Kelly Slater Surf Ranch. Oh, you did in, in Longmire? In, in October. Excellent. In, isn't in, that Longmire? Lamore. Lamore, California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in, in for the record, Reno, I, I am a horrible surfer. So Me too. I, I love to surf. I love the experience, the water. But my friends all make fun of me because I'm the guy that gets the wave and tumbles down the face. <laughs> and they go, oh, God. You're you're here, here Campbell goes, goes again trying to oh, surf with us. Yeah. some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I got to be honest. I'm such a poser because I love surf culture. Yeah. So I'll claim my Hurley shirt and my sandals. But that's what the I, South Bay is, Yeah, though. And, and, and my friends all make fun of me because I'm the guy that drives around El Porto and talks to every surfer and goes, how was it, bro? Was it fun? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm going to get out there. <laughs> Saw that laugh. Yeah, how, how was it, bro? And I'm going driving around asking everybody how it was, and then my, my buddies will be like, you bring your board? I'll be like, oh, no, I didn't bring my board. I'm just asking everybody how <laughs> <laughs> Just like being friendly. You're funny, dude. I love it. <laughs> I love, I love that you admit that because like that's better that you admit it and then actually try to keep the ruse going. Right. Yeah. You know? It's just it's just who I am. I like talking to people. I want to hear how their experience was. Do you actually doesn't mean that I'm good at it? You actually DJed my sister's wedding. Yes. And my sister is like Nicole Podgurski, ladies yes. and gentlemen, the legend. And she was like, Richard, you know any DJs? And she's like, she's known you. But yeah. hey, younger brother, do you own any DJs? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There might be one in the family. Let me look around real quick. <laughs> but of course, yeah. he didn't want to work. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. DJ and Nick then, didn't want to work. He, then, he was a groomsman. No. No. Yeah. And, then, yeah. And, and I wanted I wanted to be like, well, you know, I, we both at the same time were like, Casey. And we called Casey and did it. And, and it was so rad because that was kind of the first time in a long time because I was like right in the middle of my DJ shit going like we're talking 200 gigs a year. Right. You going, were going crushing off. at that time. And then like, so I was like, oh my God, I, said, I get to go to an event and see Casey actually DJ because we working at the same nights every single night. Right. Like we don't ever get to see each other on these nights because you're- We're every, both working. Every yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I don't see you. I always see you on a Monday at Vaughn's or like right. Tuesday at Noah's. Right. You right. know, and- and anyway, we never actually got to, I never got to see you and see how you worked, but I knew, I always knew you can handle it because I always knew you did all those weddings and you killed it. And you made my sister's wedding amazing. Oh, well, thank you. It was a uh, blast. Fuck yeah. Bill and Nicole. Yeah. Now with how many kids? Four kids. Four kids now. Wow. How long ago was that? Like what was six years ago. Seven a, years ago. That's good work. Four kids like in seven years. 2011, 10? It was uh, at Sangria. Her no, it was 2012. Yeah. Sangria. Yeah, so what happened with Sangria is, oh, is my aunt. Sangria. Sangria? Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't think of Sangria as a wedding venue yeah. to all the people that know what Sangria was. Um, what my aunt did, she came in and she like burlapped all the seats and put huge arrangements everywhere. It did not look like Sangria at she or made it bar. all nice. It was I a love that, nice wedding It didn't look like a bar at all. And that the bar I knew that I was raging at days before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was really cool to see all that happen. And you know, that wedding was, there's 250, 260 people there. There was not one photo with my dad, my mom, and my sister in, a, uh, in it. Yeah. The you, whole time. No way. The whole time. Oh my what God. the fuck was yeah. that photographer doing? What Isn't happened? that his job yeah. to get at least one? What happened was, is that there's so many people pulling us in so many different directions. Yeah. That, that they couldn't do it. <laughs> it. Reno, it was a total social wedding. Like everybody there knew each other and everybody was just so. Yeah, I, I think we talked for like two minutes at that wedding. Yeah. Every time I tried to talk to you, you'd be pulled away by Dude. Aunt Sally and Uncle Frank. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. sweet. 
it but was, I, I, I just love see. I just had this vision of you in my head. I was like in the middle of this circle, going off, like ruining my rented tux, and like you were just on the mic, like Yo. ladies and gentlemen, give it up for DJ Dick in the dance circle. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little right said Fred for you. God, and you played. I was like, I ran up to the stage. I was like, Casey, Rolling Stones, right yes, now. Yes, and you're like. And then we have a friend, Wheeler, Matt Wheeler, who yep. does uh, a, a Mick Jagger impersonation anytime you play uh, uh, Rolling Stones at a wedding. So he just busts into the pigeon neck. Immediately? And, yeah, just owns it. And it's like <laughs> classic. So like those moments are so fun to be a part of at all these different weddings. Yeah. Like, and that's fun for me because like Wheeler's been at like, 20 weddings I've DJed. God, that guy's a man. And like, that's, that's his shtick. It's like, oh, are we doing uh, Stones tonight? He's like, yeah, I'm ready whenever you're ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like wink at each other from across yeah. the room. Yeah. Or you, like, give uh, me the high sign. Pull the hanky yeah. out of your back pocket. And then there's a guy, Matt Boyce, the South Bay legend, Matt Boyce from yeah. Redondo. Like his whole thing is Sweet Caroline. So like everybody- Well, it's kind of like everybody's South Bay thing. But it's like, he's like, he owns it. He grabs the mic. So he's always like, all right, let me know when you're ready. How about 7.30? No, 7.45. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> and then he just walks around well, they, with the wireless they, mic and kills it. But they yeah. can't leave the venue without doing it. It's Like it's, if they show up and that doesn't happen, then everyone's like, oh, you right. didn't do the, the thing. Yeah. It's like, fine. Let's everyone go back in real quick. So then, then, then something happens when it's not Casey and it's Wheeler- trying to do his thing with another DJ. He's like, dude, I got this, I got this great impression of Mick Jagger. And the guy's like, right guy, dude, fucking get off the booth. Right? Yes. You know? it helps hey, to know your crowd. Every, <laughs> everyone's got a Mick Jagger, bro. Get yeah, the fuck out yeah. of here. I, I got to go. For me, being able to be a DJ for so many years, and it's crazy because you get nostalgic right now when we don't have a million events going on. But just being able to see all those moments throughout the night of all your bros, like all these classic moments at, you know, uh, Nicole's wedding and it's so cool. You yeah. know, it's such a cool job. It's I mean, weird that I, the went, memories I, I went there. dark with the whole gear thing, but let's be positive. Like it is, it is an awesome job. Well, and, when you say that too, like you're, there's always like, there's always the, like uh, the things that happen at those events that people remember yes. and they always tie it to the song. Right. You know, it's like, remember when you were dancing, you split your pants and uh, like the, you, people always remember the song that was playing. Yeah, somebody does down. that or like, well, it, yeah. It's about song selection. Yeah, like Song when, selection is key. And, and <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice one. Uh, you know, DJ Dick knows that the right song at the right time. Dude, dude, people yeah. go, people, people always, go bananas. People always ask me, they go, what's your favorite song? I'm like the song that's right for the moment. Yeah. And uh, I had a DJ, a wake, like a, Pretty much a funeral one. Celebration of life. Yeah. Celebration yeah. of life. And it was going on my first one. And it's kind of weird because the vibe is kind of weird. And it's like, how do you play like what you normally play? And then I would just always remember, um, you know, there is one of those like Michael Jackson songs. And everybody was hugging and crying on the dance floor. So it's right. like this slow song. is like, this is a whole nother right realm of djing and where people are just hugging and crying and you created weeping. the moment you well, created that moment that's I, that's what we do i we, love that but here's the deal i don't want to take too much credit for these moments i mean michael jackson did it you yeah. just picked the time for michael <laughs> yeah. to shine yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I always like i always have this weird um insecure not an insecurity what's like when you feel bad about taking credit for something like you kind false of false ownership. Yeah, the false ownership thing. It's kind of like an imposter syndrome thing where, you know, I would show up to a nightclub in Santa Monica and the plates would be crack a lacking. And 
there's a DJs that would walk in there and think that they are the reason all those people are there. Whereas I would usually walk into the situation and go, I need to make sure these people stay because they have no fucking clue who I am. <laughs> right. And, and Let's um, make sure they don't leave. And, right. and, and when it comes to events and stuff too, where, where it's sometimes there's, there's strict timelines with like the first dance and the, and the intros and the dinner music and all that stuff. The you're, toast, you're, the father-daughter yeah, dance, see, the mother-son. Your like, hands are kind of tied because you're just kind of going down a list. But then when it's like open dance season. Right. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. It's, you know? it's crazy. It's and you're so just fun. Like, all of a sudden, you just drop in Casey and the Sunshine Band, and yeah. and and that's where you're shining. That that two hours was cool, but everything else around it was just like fucking just peanuts, dude. Right. You know, you're just plugging it, plugging just, in, and making sure that the thing's going smooth. But then once you get to open it up and, and get crazy, it's it's so fun. But it's also, so are people you d- are looking at you the whole time. You're, yeah. Sometimes you're elevated on stage. <laughs> yeah. and you're sitting, what else are they looking at? I'm yeah. saying, but if you're, star- <laughs> if you're standing on the stage and looking down on your phone, people can see that from a mile away. One yeah. dip of the head down like this, yeah. people can see that from a mile away. If you're not just doing backflips and jumping. Be I, engaged, yeah. Dude, I would... I don't. I never worked out. I don't work out because because I would be jumping up and down for two or three hours, four Fist times pumping, a week, fit arms up in the air, going yeah. off, and then I'll just be sweating, po- to, not not grossly covered in sweat, but like just totally worked out. Yeah, and, and then you're done. Some of those Instagram videos that you post are so epic because it's just <laughs> like raging ocean bar, just peak. chaos. It's so fun. It's so fun. God, so, I, I can reminisce about are, that shit for hours. Are you doing gigs now? Um, we're like, doing are, are you guys virtual stu- DJing, bro? So this uh, is a pivot. Me, this is the pivot, bro. Yeah, us in front of a computer, alone, dancing, <laughs> <laughs> dancing in front of a computer to Bruno Mars, shouting in a mic. Come on, let's see you get up off your couch and get moving. This is our world now. Really? Uh, yeah. For it's a whole yeah, thing. It's for a whole thing now. What kind of events is that for? Corporate. You know, hires us. You know. Oh to, wait, to do you do... put it? Do you put up a huge screen? Yeah, and you stream it in. Yeah. What? So we stream it. So, and... Okay. See, that's a different type of streaming because a, a lot of people listening right now probably thought about the streaming where they turn on their Instagram live and they're streaming. This is a whole other type of streaming where it's very, very event specific. Yeah, and you're zooming. So basically, what I um, compare it to is like your zoom with all the zoom boxes that are up, fifty zoom boxes for mm-hmm. a corporate event. Mm-hmm our Zoom technician is pulling people up on the screen and it's kind of like Dodger Stadium. Like oh, you don't wait know a minute. You don't know that you're on, on camera, but then you see your face, so then you're going to do a funny dance or you're going to kiss your girlfriend sitting on the couch. Wait, 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 right? wait. I, yeah, I, yeah. Did you I see was, a video? Wait, I was totally had a wrong visualization of this. I visioned like a corporate event where people were in a room, social distanced, and right. then there was a big screen of you being projected and you're DJing from from your thing. Yeah, no, no, I didn't no, no, know no. this is 100. percent This Zoom. is all Zoom right now. Wow. Okay, so all someone's Zoom. there. Someone's there sitting there picking their nose, and all of a sudden they have to do like the little head wiggle because yes. like they. <laughs> that's so awkward. Yeah, and we're teaching so Macarena, and we're teaching Whip and Nene. We no. can't do Whip and Nene anymore because Silento is in trouble for. Who? Silento, the guy who sang Whip and Nene. I don't know. He got uh, um, charged with murdering his cousin. What? So no one knows that. I can't play that song anymore, bro. Really? People read into it. Cancel culture. Yeah, cancel culture. They're like, why are you playing Silento, bro? This dude's this dude's a murderer. How do you even know that? (laughs) I didn't Uh, know that, bro. 
read the news? It's, it was all. It was front page of news. I guess. Yeah. How long ago was that? Like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. my god! Silento, like murdered, attempted murder of his cousin. Or, like pressing oh, charges, so, or like they yeah, know they this got. This is a whole legal thing. Hold so, on. Oh, according yeah. to He's this logic, dishes. according to this logic, you, you can't. Dishes. I love. That. You can't play Chris Brown. You can't play Michael Jackson because he likes to look at the little kids' buttholes. Uh, um, you can't yeah. play. Who else beat beat their girlfriend? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Can't play R. Kelly. Can't, can't play, play Michael Jackson. Like, it's sensitive. Sensitive climate out there. You can't, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, according to this logic, what can you play? Right. Right. Uh, you got to be safe out there. Get, it's just such horse shit, though, because all that music is fucking great. It right. is I mean, great. the Michael Jackson thing does... I mean, I watched that shit. That shit creeped me out hard. But oh, that, that was, was so, so heavy. Hey, Applehead. So heavy. Yeah, but fucking uh, beat it. Man in the Mirror, like they're fucking great right. songs. So when you when you hear that song, if you don't start dancing, you're a fucking alien or a robot. It. Get out of here. Right. Get out of here. Whoops. How, how you know you got to say hate the man, not the music. Right? Yeah, because the music's so iconic. Well, your corporate gigs though too. You can't. You have to be super fucking right. conscious. Dude, of I that, heard it, somebody's suing the company yes. that hired. Not you suing you. They're suing the company that hired you for hiring the DJ exactly. that's racist or you sexist see, or whatever. Like whatever. Let's just Fill keep it squeaky mark. clean. We'll we'll go Bruno Mars. We'll go Gaga. She, you know, she <laughs> yeah. did the inauguration. J Lo. You know, let's keep it right, right down the middle. I Here's like the deal. It. Then there's, then there's my side of thing where I have no corporate affiliation whatsoever. I've been banned from multiple nightclubs. I've been banned from multiple event spaces. I've been, I've been uh, fired from multiple corporate event, corporate sponsors. Like. Um, for playing like Herbalife, I did I did their corporate things for like five years, and I played a, a gig with too many swear words. Done. I did. A, I'm banned from the Trump uh, from the Trump uh, golf club, golf club in PV uh, yeah. because um, the the wedding coordinator thought I was like having too many drinks. And <laughs> what, what, were you? No, no, no. What, what happened Great was question. What happened was is is her her bridesmaids are running up like, hey, what, like, can you please play back that ass up? I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. And I, I don't have like the clean version. I have the back your fucking ass up version. And and then she's like, oh my god, grandma's here. She can't hear the words. I'm like, your bridesmaid told me to play this. And then and then I'm like, fine, fine, fine. And then other girls come to blow the whistle. I'm like, I'm like, these are your bridesmaids. And then her husband comes up. He goes. Dude, play whatever you want, man. Like you're doing fine. I love your brother. Yeah, play whatever. Just fuck her. <laughs> so they were yeah. complaining during the wedding. No, no, the, 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 they yeah. they wanted the dirty stuff. The bride was yelling at me that Nana was gonna hear some bad words. Right. And then the husband was like, "Dude, drop it low, low, bro. Play yeah. anything you want. Like yeah. Tupac, who homie. Was, who was writing the check, bride or groom? The listen, groom. Dude. Listen to him. I then. listen to the groom. Listen yeah. to him. Then. Lena, but <laughs> the difference between but Dick and me is. He can play back that ass up. I have to play back that thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the here's the deal: of the gig. She was the wedding planner. She was like the the corporate wedding planner for that event. So when people had weddings at the Trump Golf Course, they went to her. Right. And she had her wedding there. So she's like, "You're never coming back. You're banned Black, from the trip. You're blackballed." Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's new? I'm like, welcome to my world. Like, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna go play yes. nightclub down yeah. the street. Like right. I like I I've been blackballed from for stage diving. I've right. been blackballed for blacking out. Like so now I understand <laughs> now I understand why you don't work for Casey. <laughs> no, exactly. it makes complete sense. So there's been a time it's crazy we're talking like, about. It's been a time blacklist blacklisted yeah. being blacklisted blackballed right yeah because I've been blackballed but for a completely different reason at places that are quiet. There's the Laventa Inns. There's the oh, Catalina View Gardens. Yep, you have a decibel level. 
where you got to keep it quiet. And they and walk around I, with a decibel meter. And I just, I love the experience. So I, I just up. cannot not do it. Like, Turn it up. And the whole time, Reno, they're coming up to me. Can you calm down a little? You're too excited. You're getting everybody too excited. Yeah. You're getting everybody too excited? I go, my job is to get everybody fired up and dancing. Right? I'm so my, caught in the middle oh, right now. Yeah, yeah. So you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> is when is you're hired to gears. entertain yeah. and they do not let you entertain. Right. But I get it because I've done enough events like those now where I just know I go in and I say, listen, I'm going to be mellow, Casey, today. I just right. got to. I gotta be chill. Which is still a and, nine and on most people's dude. <laughs> I'm always fired up. <laughs> like mellow so you is like, someone's best day. I'm out at these gigs, like quietly teaching the Cupid Shuffle. All yeah. right, everybody, to the right, to the right. Yeah. Now to the you guys are doing great. You know, and the <laughs> yeah, audience yeah. is like, dude, get it going. But you're like, nope, I gotta keep it. Keep you, it at a you five. Can't, but you can't say anything, can you? You can't say, well, I would, but they all fucking fire No, me. you can't throw them yeah, under yeah, the bus yeah, yeah. or else I'll, I'll be blacklisted like DJ Dick over here. Dude, <laughs> I'm a blacklisted yeah. king, dude. I, I, I was at a wedding where like they, I'd warned this girl. It was in a canyon in the Malibu Hills. Yeah. And they're like, we can't turn this up past this. I'm like, this is dinner music loud. And I, and I warned the bride, like, they're going to literally rip me off and shut down and unplug me if I turn it up any higher. And then their friends are coming up. Fuck you, dude. You're the fucking worst DJ I ever fucking heard. You're such a piece of shit. Turn it up, dude. This is a wedding. Turn it up. I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I'm like, okay, I'll turn it up. And then the caught and then, in the middle. And then the yeah, you're totally caught in the middle. And then the person who runs the venue who doesn't want the cops called or wants a ticket, he's like, he's like, you've turned that up, bro. You're never coming back here again. And I'm ripping that fucking cord out. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. Um up and I turn it up and, and it goes off for a little bit and then he unplugs it. I'm, I put my hands up. I'm like, this wasn't my fault. Like, talk to this guy. I'm packing up my shit. I'm out. Right? Like, really? That's happened. It, it has happened multiple and times. What's, cra- what's crazy, Reno, is after hearing all these stories, everybody's like, "Dude, DJ, and it's easy. No stress. Just <laughs> yeah. show up and play too." I know. Well, People are we're, we're over you. here like having anxiety over all these experiences. Yeah. People yeah. have threatened me to be like, "You," I had a pimple on my head. Like, you fucking pizza face. Like, just just leaning into me. Yeah. Like, you're, I'm the scum yeah. of the earth. I don't, the, the reason why it's so stressful is that that everybody has a different opinion on mm. music yeah. and what is good music. And they're also correct. So In their mind. In their they're mind. right. But sometimes it's not about the music. you think that The weekend is amazing and Britney Spears is amazing, I think The weekend sucks and Britney Spears... So now, immediately we have an opinion. Yeah. And so we're going to then voice that to the guy that's running the music. <laughs> And everybody's like, DJing, so easy, no stress. I'm like, you deal with 150 different personalities. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you, you got to listen to the person writing the check. What's the, um, so what's the the corporate gigs on the Zoom now? Up to 50 people you can have all on the screen? Like the, I call it like the Brady Bunch view. Right. Because we do it for work, right? So yeah. everyone's like in a row. Like, so awkward. Um, so so you, you do 50 people. So we're in our showroom in Torrance, the okay. Box DJ showroom. All the lights go in, the backdrop, all that. Then we have the Zoom producer running the, the Zoom, he's highlighting who appears on the screen. They hire him or you hire them? Or we, he works for you? Part no, of our package. Part of, yeah, got it, part of okay. our package. Then I'm the MC and I'm like the game show host, like kind of keeping the event this running. This is barely right. DJing, by the way. This is like the lowest yeah, level that, low. It's, it's actually more MCing than it is DJing. You're like running the event. You're like, hey, let's bring up John Sanders. John, let's see that crazy dance. Oh, we love it, bro. You're awesome. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you're juggling all that. that yeah, that's and a it lot. That's hard work. an awesome dance at all, probably. John <laughs> yeah. Sanders? John yeah. John Sanders. Let's get him up. What did he do? Did he do the uh, what's Running Man? I'd, I'd probably just default to Running Man. Yeah, it's actually... 
now that we've done it a bunch of times, I'd it's be pretty, taking a it's bomb pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun, dude. I, it's I, the, the screen would come to me, and I'd just be like ripping a beer and taking a bong rip, <laughs> and they'd be like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I thought this was a party, guys." Just mid bite of pizza, like <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Dancing yeah. yeah. with their pizza, all super awkward. But, oh my god, this gives me chills. But I mean, the calling people out, like when you're so when you're doing shit like that, do you like get to know? Like, do you have any backstory of like this guy's the goofball, this guy's the VP, this is the guy that yeah we a, get the cheat that's a, sheet. That's a pain oh, in the ass. That, that thing's the key. This Welcome is the guy CEO. that annoys everyone, so do something to embarrass them. Yes. Like Brad Gerlach. Kind of yeah. So if I know where they're from, what city, you know, and what they're, you know, what they're into for music, yeah. then we can usually work that into the show, you know. So it's a lot Peter of work. Sintarski from New Jersey. Here's a little John Bon Jovi for you. <laughs> we want to see you sing along. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. And then once whoa, I know whoa. that. <laughs> then, dude, that guy will get up, fire it up, and sing it, and that's a moment. I'm yeah, to the and tats. that's a fun. Mo- <laughs> I'm jacked to the test. <laughs> but that's gonna work, though. Like, that's what's gonna make the Zoom shit work. When you like, you can't just go up and just it's start playing, playing music. But that's like right. That's the only way that, that business is gonna like succeed well, we started, in that environment. We started uh, COVID doing all just DJ stream, right? Where the DJs just playing tunes, and what we noticed is oh, they kind of so tune in. But it's not that fun. It's not that cool to watch this, this a what, guy play music from your, ho- this your is what, house. Yeah. This yeah. is what would happen. It's got to be interactive. People yeah. would tune yeah. in and it would go up to like 25 people live watching. And all of a sudden it would go to like from 25 to 15. All of a sudden it was like eight. Now there's two. Now there's one. Now there's zero. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, hey, my friend's live. And you click on it and there's the one person. And you go, oh, hey, bro. Hey, what's up, man? He's like waving to you on the screen. I'm like, and I'm out. <laughs> that's it you're not going to stay for too long yeah it's so awkward so that's where this zoom interactive event experience with vox djs you're actually able to do some trivia do some call outs. that's what i was gonna say you, you do like a pictionary you do like a jeopardy sort of thing yeah. or like it's pretty a- it's pretty fun and i think some of it's gonna stay because think about all the money those companies are saving on they don't got to book a ballroom anymore yeah they don't got to pay for parking they don't got to pay for a meal yeah they don't got to worry about oh, everybody hey, getting what drunk what about what about the, the liability because right. if they're drunk in their living room it doesn't matter right you know what the i mean liability insurance is crazy too because i remember the first time because i never had any of this official paperwork like vox would do Whereas, like, they'd be like, hey, so um, the event's in a week. Uh, all I need is your limited liability insurance and sign this paper. I'm like, I'm like, what's that? Uh, I, I just, I just, I'm just going to come in with my speakers and, and set up and leave. Like, what the fuck's going on? I'm not going to sue anybody. Like, yeah. What's going on? No, they're like, well, if a, speaker, if a speaker falls on somebody, like, you're, you're liable. I'm like, liable for what? Like, you know? For their injuries. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so as an independent contractor, he doesn't need to have that for the clubs and all that. Yeah. But yeah. for us, as a company, anytime we work at Portofino, Terranea Resort, Palos yeah. Verdes, they all require a million dollars or more of liability insurance because they say if your speaker falls on grandma's head... We yeah. want to know that you guys are covered because right. we're we don't want to be. When I first right. heard you that, know? I was like a million dollars. I was like, how do I? How am I going to find a million dollars? And then and then I was like, oh oh oh. And then it was like, I called the company. And they're like, yeah, six hundred bucks for the year. I was like, for one event. So yeah. what I did for one year, <laughs> it's kind of bad. Uh, I got it. I got it. And, and then, then I, it. I only used it once. <laughs> canceled it. For no, I didn't. Sure. I didn't cancel because you, you, you had to pay up front for the whole year. Yeah. I used it. And then the next year rolled around and there's another random venue at a random corporate event. Like, hey, where's your limited liability? I was like, oh, I don't have it. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. 
Natalie's good at Photoshop. I'm like, can you change the dates on this real quick Ooh. from the blah, blah, blah? And I, and <laughs> insurance I, fraud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ Dick, it's called insurance fraud. You can go to jail for 10 I, or 15 that's years. A, that's that. a, that's yeah. allegedly, allegedly, but here's the deal. Hearsay, it was, it hearsay. Was, it was such a nothing burger of an event with, with way over the top infrastructure, way over the top. I'm like, we don't need all this stuff for... For some things, yes, like going to the Disneyland Hotel and like you're in this huge ballrooms right. and stages and trusses and, and just lighting and that's, yeah, you need that. But for like these little things where everybody want, wants to cross their T's and dot their I's, I'm like... Too, too micromanaged for I'm like, you? I'm way, way yeah, but too that's, micromanaged. Yeah. But that's the, that's the beauty of having a company like yours, Casey, is that but then again, you deal with all that shit. It's like, yeah, you want all that shit? I already fucking have it. Right. Here's the package. Sign me up. You don't right. have to, we don't have to go do shit. But and that, here's, that's why we have a lot of DJs that like to work for us because we handle all that for them. And all that stuff that they don't want to deal with. They just show up and DJ the game. But here's yeah, the, I mean? the non-beauty part is that if I, ha- if I were to go through a, a company that is umbrelling me and, and say the corporate people pay $3,500 for a gig, like three quarters of that is going to the company that's hiring me and I'm going to get like 800 bucks and then they're going to get like three and a half thousand. Whereas I would just suck it all up and take the entire three and a half thousand dollar check and and pay a friend fifty bucks to come with me to help me schlep gear back and yeah, back and forth. Right. So that's the that's the flip side where where I the reason why I stayed completely independent so I didn't have to deal with Nothing. giving up giving up most of my margin. I get it. it makes yeah. it makes yeah. complete sense. That's the but- difference between the independent contractor versus the company with the structure. And the main thing with Dick trying to recruit him, you know, for many years is I said. DJ Dick, you can't you can't drink on the you can't drink on the job, well, bro. It, it, no no beers. Yeah. You gotta focus on this but event. See, I'm not an alcoholic. It's, not, it's like I need to drink it. It was more so the structure is my kryptonite. I can't operate underneath someone else's rules. Right, it has to be my rules. Right. I'm the entertainer. I'm coming in hot, and it's it's kind of a dickish thing, but like it's got me somewhere. Like, you know, I was like, that's your take you on know, it, and I think to be fair, that's your brand. Yeah. People hire you for that. You want they, chaos? Call me. They yeah. love that brand. Yeah, there's and, a there's a place for that. There's yeah. a place for both. Right. Right. I and mean, the, both the, things have to exist. To me, that brand's super cool because I watch, you know, DJ Dick's brand from afar and I'm like, that looks really fun. Yeah. He's having a blast and it's a specific kind of party crowd vibe. Whereas, you know, a 25-year-old Sahara tent Coachella attendee is not gonna hire DJ Case Dog to play Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Right, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. They're going to hire DJ Dick to right. get it raging like the Sahara tent. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where there's there's enough business to go around. Yeah, there you know is. I mean? And I was I was always jealous of like the stability of these of of like the Vox DJ world where there is no matter what there is weddings and events to do every single weekend or ride that crazy roller coaster of ups and downs and I can possibly have like four corporate events in one week and clock like 20 Gs all to myself yeah and then the ne- but the next two months would be like nothing he has to right? hustle it all on his own it's yeah yeah it's all that hustles on his own whereas us are marketing like you have, you know, a, you have a, just, a booking person they're managing yeah. a calendar like There's i barely four booking people full time that's all they I, do is call people and get them to book that's dude, fucking I mean? awesome i barely ma- had a calendar barely had a calendar like it was all in my head right 100 <laughs> like oh I, and I never double booked I always was on time, never missed anything. I I came I came to one of my gigs with food poisoning. That's how like dedicated I was good, to be good. on time. Like yeah. you were like today, like I'm ten minutes ten minutes away. I'm like, dude, right on time. 
Of course, Casey's perfectly on time every time. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I love you know? it. Uh, I'll be there in seven minutes, my friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get ready for me. But that's half the battle with, with, with these with some of these gigs, some of these residencies. I'd have they'll be like, all right, cool. We're gonna book this Friday, this these two Fridays this month, these two Fridays this month, and these two Fridays the next month. And it's booked out for the next three months. And they won't talk to you. My my agents or my um my my promoters, right. they won't talk to me until I show up that night. They're like, right. oh hey, what's up? Cool. Then we didn't say one thing to each other. Right. Basically, they just know that you're going to be there on time and, and they're the least of their worries. Like I'm the least of their worries. Yeah. That's right. what half the battle is. Yeah. And uh, that and, makes sense. And that's where I've had so many great talented DJs come through, but they can't be professional. They just, for whatever reason, they're party guys and yeah. they want the party lifestyle of the DJ. Yeah. But when I say cool, uh, you got to set up your gear at three and the event starts at five. Don't be late. It is impossible. It's like four. Really? It is like, it is no, just, the, 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 and those guys are a nightmare to deal with because you realize what's more important to the customer is being on time, being professional, right. Than being yeah. the best DJ ever. Yeah. 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 But yeah. showing up two hours late. But, right. but, that, but that's my thing. I you, was, uh, you have had people show up late like that. Like oh my you, God. you've had, you've had shit where you're like, you have to be there at three and like, you have to explain to somebody for two hours that like, he's on the way. Trust me. He's on the way. Trust me, I just talked oh, yeah. to him. We're on the way. Trust me. Great story. I mean, from managing DJs for over you know twelve years now, um, one wedding, the DJ went out the night before. It was Halloween, the day after Halloween, oh, which you wow. already know is going to be rough. Yeah, for That's DJs one of the biggest nights of the year because all the DJs go rage Halloween Friday night, and then the weddings are Saturday. Yeah, so we're already a little worried going into the Saturday. And um, I get a call from the mother of the bride, and she goes, Casey, I'm at my wedding. We're at my daughter's wedding. We're in Palos Verdes. Your DJ is nowhere in sight. We're starting in five minutes. Fuck you. I am so furious. You said you would come through on my wedding day. You said your company would come through. The guy's nowhere in sight. Excellent. We, <laughs> we, we need a mic. We need music. I am so furious right now. Shit, I am there, shaking. Huh? Right? Oh my God! That I call the DJ. Sucks. Hey, dude, where are you? What time is it, bro? Bro, it's four thirty. You're supposed to be at this wedding right now. Well, it's four. Th what? My alarm didn't go off, bro. Oh, I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. Yeah, right. I can guys. get there in thirty minutes. I can get there in thirty. Minutes. Yeah, right. So now what I've learned is it's an hour you, after you get there. You, anything's even you set up. don't at that point send the original DJ to the gig. You can't. Because they hate him. Right. They already hate him. So he's walking into a lion's den. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but the guy you, but the next you, guy you, who shows up. The next they guy think you say, him. dude, I'm covering for the original. The, the guy DJ. who fucked up, yeah. The guy who fucked up. No. I'm here, don't blame me. And, yeah. and he has no emotion. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but and, what and, I've learned is you can't send the guy who fucked up to the lion's den. No. Because everybody there is coming up all night and going, Oh, so you're the guy who fucking overslept? Yeah. Dude, nice guy. Yeah. Just so you know you're not getting tipped tonight. Yeah, and we're gonna write a bad review for you. Or that, yeah, or yeah. that guy who came in and, and and pitched hit for that dude. He's just taking all the slack. No, no, yeah. because people will. But know. they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, but if people Mo people will know if you tell them that I'm not the original DJ. I'm just covering. They're gonna have sympathy. Be like, and they're gonna. It's gonna be. You're right. It's gonna be the exact opposite. They're gonna be like, dude, thank you for coming. Right. Sorry you got put in this situation. Right. Like we're but, just so happy it, somebody's here. Yeah. What happened to DJ Johnny? And he goes, Oh, I don't know. I, I I'm just. They told me to show hit up. By, he got hit by a car. And, and so for, for us, that's you know, that's if that move. situation yeah. was yeah. hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. yeah. All, all these excuses. But, but still, luckily, like, you know, that doesn't happen very often. I mean, yeah. this happens 
this happened once in my career that this that this went down. But I remember being feeling so bad, like, dude, I did promise them we're the most professional company. Book with us, we're gonna be great. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so when you're one of your guys lets lets them down, you're just like feeling so bad. So you start, but you started with them like you used like you so told the story about the dude your neighbor dude yeah who sean took you, who took you mm-hmm. out sean mm-hmm. and then you started working for him and he was booking you gigs and yeah. then you got into management and now you're an owner or the owner right. or so i was um i was djing all through high school at maricosta high school for sean who was the owner of vox djs and i was doing um were you going to school there did you go to school at maricosta? I, yeah i went to maricosta okay. and i would go to like redondo union high i did their prom um i did marymount high oh, i did chadwick middle school so i was like a school dj during high school okay which was really fun for me and back then you get paid like a hundred bucks a night or 150 dude, i remember getting and paid a hundred bucks like what i'd be like dude i am freaking rich 300 like, bucks this i'm weekend. like boys taco bell on me dog <laughs> Gordita's for the crew. Let's do this. <laughs> so I'm all fired up doing that in high school. Go away to Colorado Boulder for college. Come back. And I, I was like, I need a side hustle Friday, Saturday nights because I'm going to be a movie star. Right? Oh, you, you're going to be an actor? Yeah, I'm going to be an actor. I'm yeah. going to be a movie star. I mean, we got the, you know, we live in LA. We got we to gotta do this thing. Yeah. So I went for eight years of acting auditions while I was DJing on Fridays and Saturdays to support my Just chasing my career. the dream. Chasing the dream, auditioning for Friends and Will and Grace and uh, Deal or No Deal and all these really? shows. Yeah, you're, you are looking, Reno, at a failed actor, my friend. No, man, you're not failed in my <laughs> eyes. She's perfect. But what? Stupid. But you had to have been in some shit. I was in four things. I was in three commercials and a movie. Really? And, and the movie is so awful. My acting is is. Let's just say I was no uh, Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is it? Can you, will you tell us? I'll tell you. Yeah, it's called Anti Up, and I played the Stifler character of a you know angst movie about finding love, and I had all the sticky jokes and. It was a it was an interesting experience. The movie, you know, it's we we'll, we'll we'll share it with you sometime. It's pretty funny. What, what's it called? It's called Anti Up. Is it on Netflix or it's, Amazon it's, Prime? It's, a, it's on YouTube if you search it out there. If anybody's listening, or, uh, dude, I want to watch. For yeah, sure. yeah. It's it's you're gonna That's be like, awesome. dude. You, you should stick with DJing, bro. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. It, it, but it was fun experience, and what it did, it came that that opportunity came at the end of my acting career. And I remember it was so it was very disorganized and it was it was not well run the set. And mm. I remember being so like, let's get stuff done. I remember just sitting around for hours on end. And I remember everybody there going, This is acting. You show up at 7 a.m., you wait all day, and you shoot one line in one scene. Dude. And I just remember being like, dude, I don't even know if I have the patience for this. Like you know? Yeah. And I, I just didn't really enjoy that experience. But then I was DJing at a wedding the next night and i was like this is amazing adrenaline rush yeah so fun and so i finally was like i'm going all in on dj you found your passion yeah so how old were you when you did that um i did acting from 22 to 30 okay and then at 30 i took out a loan and bought vox djs from sean my neighbor so we were like the local dj guys where one guy was buying another is is he still involved yeah he does um live concert production so that's his thing vox productions in la so he does Coachella side stage. He does stagecoach, you know, right. where he doesn't do the main stage, but he'll do the side stage and run all of that. So he kind of sold it and let you operate it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he said, still gets a cut. 
he, no, not anymore. Oh, you bought not, it all. Not at this point. Yeah, bought it all. And and um, he was good at that world of live music production. So he kind of went into that world. So we stayed out of each other's way because I wanted to only DJ at that point, And he was done with DJ. Yeah. You know, so it kind of worked out nice. So you, so when you came in, like when yeah. you decided to buy it, right? right. You, you get a loan. We don't right. have to know the amount, but you're like, now you're fucking in. Right. Right. I was like, this is going to be my career. I'm ready. I'm all in. Let's freaking do this. Did you know the network of DJs? Because what you're buying is are the people that are already signed Dude, up. Right? You're, are, you're buying the people right. that, you're now, that you're now responsible for right. booking. You're yeah. not buying anything else except for the name and right. those applications. And, and all the gear. Yeah, oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, I yeah. bought all the gear. We have a warehouse of gear. So I bought the <laughs> gear, the lights, and 10 DJs that were coming with me. And then the the website, you know, and kind of the all the, the operating costs, kind of right. Stuff. So yeah, dude, the the big deal if you're a DJ that you have your own gear, you can double down and rent it out multiple multiple times to each client. So I immediately, when I was younger, I took out a um, my first credit card. It was a Guitar Center credit card, and I got these two top speakers, these JBLs. You know, so sick. and I, I, I maxed it out. And, and, and I, the reason why I got all the gates, cause I was the one with the speakers Whereas all the other DJs had this, their little turntable in their bedrooms. And then when right. someone actually wanted an actual gig, they need it, the professional gear. Yeah. And, and then, the and then so they it. brought me along to all their stuff and I was kind of the guy to provide that. And then, you know, I still have my QSCs. I still have the sub, I still have all, all that stuff, but having your own gear made me like way more money. Then right. I would. How just, much is that? How much does that shit cost? What did you spend on your shit? It, Five to ten grand. It's, it, yeah. So like, I, with the QSCs and stuff now, right around four, four, five thousand. Okay. For, for like having the entire setup, but like okay. just, we're talking like the minimum. But it has been. It's like, but really you have to good out, stuff. You have to outfit for ten people. Like, would you? Yeah. Were you outfitted at this? That, is a whole other realm. Yeah, but I'm saying, were you at that time? Did you buy? You had ten DJs. Did you have ten DJs worth of gear? Yeah. Or you couldn't book like but five people because you only had five guys, but you had ten on the roster. We had ten cubicles okay. in a warehouse, all labeled system one, system two, system three, system all four. All on like those rolling Checkboard box things. With the dolly ready to go out the door. And I was like, I'm a DJ business owner now. Yeah. I can do ten gigs in one night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we just grew organically, and now we have sixty systems. Sixty. That's so, fucking so we can do awesome, sixty dude. DJs at one time. Because when you're when you're when you're starting off small like that, it's really easy to manage. Because like usually, you know, in your infancy, the Vox, I'm sure, is more like okay, this guy has his gear, we can hire him, yeah. and use that. And it was kind of like a big slapstick of stuff happening. But then I can totally vision your whole warehouse right now. I've been in these warehouses, by the way, because I've had to work with other DJs that have the same backing as. The, yeah. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. A, a, you guys need to come in. We'll come I, in for the grand it, tour. Chipotle on me. Hell come yeah. On, come on by. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll do the tour. It's pretty cool. It's a big warehouse of gear. If I leave with COVID, I swear to God, you're fucking done. No. <laughs> <laughs> done so. If I got to drive to Texas dishes. with an itchy throat, I'm fucking dishes. Also, bro. too, <laughs> pro tip for the people that running around with gear, don't put your name that you're an entertainment company on your truck, on your car, or anything because that is a a full blown target that that guy has speakers in the back of his car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- thievery. They're gonna. They're have gonna you see have that. you ever had any theft? Yeah, dude. I had a wedding in Mammoth. I was all loaded up on a Friday afternoon, and everything in the car checked out, ready to go. And I go into my office to work for another two hours, and then I'm gonna drive. And I go back out, and my car's just cleaned out and windows broken. Yeah. Right. Done. Really? So then luckily, I have back. So I go to my, you know, to the um, borrow a friend's car, 
you know, get the backup DJ system. And uh, um, that was it. You know, they stole stole everything out of our car. Luckily, computer was in my office still. Yes, that's the only thing computer that matters. Computer and hard drive. Oh, my God. The only oh, thing with that all your music and shit. Yeah, Reno, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you lose the computer and hard drive, it's one thing you can, like, find the music. But yeah. the way that we organize it as DJs, that's, like, or, hours or and hours super, of Or the super, like, you know. specific remixes that are super hard to find that you right. came up from a friend this one time in, like, four years ago that you always played. Yeah. Um, like, I had my, I had my um, computer backed up three times. Three different hard drives hidden everywhere. I would do it, like, once a month. But if something – I was emotionless to everything else. As long as my computer was good, I'm, I was good. Uh, the gear, the the people can spill shit all over anything. You can replace that all day long. Just can't lose your data. Yeah, you need the need the need the hard drive of music, and you need it organized in your way so that you can find it, and people can go bananas. Do you give? Do you have like all these trucks and shit? Like when guys go out and DJ, they come in and like pick up a van and like they head use, out, or they just throw in their own ride. They use their own car for events. And they get paid, you know, drive time and mileage for that. Yeah. And then if they don't want to use their own car, we have company, like f- company fleet vans. vehicle or some yeah. shit. But most guys just throw it in their Ford Explorer and go rock. See, I didn't have yeah. any of that. It was like, hey, dude, it's like I had to one hundred percent manage everything from front to back. Whereas, like, you're, we're going up to wherever we're going, and if you don't get, if you can't get there, so I had to make sure my car was perfect all the time. I have like a new car, so I'd always know where it would start. Right. You know, you had to have the, you always had that the best gear, so you always right. know it'd work. Right. Um, and that's like I said, that's what they're paying you for is, is it could, because we, we have all the backup systems. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. All the backup for computers, hard drives, speakers. Mic, like we have every system is like if this goes down, here's the backup. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're paying for as the bride and groom or the corporate event, etc. You're paying for that peace of mind. Like, yeah, like assurance. Yeah. Like no, reassur- re- we were talking about insurance. Yeah. This is reassurance. Yeah. That you're, it's not going like, to No matter fucking- what, these guys are going to show up. Yeah. And if a DJ goes down, hey, calls out sick, whatever. We have a hundred more. We have a lot of guys on call that yeah. we can call and they'll be there in an hour ready to go. Uh, I've done and a- with COVID, that has been huge. Yeah. Because I've had more than 10 guys call day of, say, I got a tickle in the throat. I need to get tested. Dude, yeah, there, there's been a couple of times where I've gone all the way to the club and didn't have my backpack. Yeah. And with my, with my computer in it. It's oh. only happened a few times, but. Um, worst feeling in the and world. And then the worst, worst the, feeling in the world. The worser feeling is when you're, when you like Ubered with a ton of friends at the nightclub and it's like, oh, you got your table next to you. Like you're ready to drink all night, have fun and have the best time of your life with whoever's birthday it is. And then you just like in the moment and you walk out the club and all of a sudden it's like 45 minutes later, you're like, my backpack's still at the club. Holy shit. Holy shit. And you just run right. straight out that door. S- s- thank God, like somebody terrified stole Terrified that somebody stole ter- your terrified, backpack. Terrified, yeah. just like, and then it's sitting in that one little corner with like a little cocktail napkin on top of it. Yeah. You know, just, just with, with, with shit all over it, just sitting there, like no one ever saw it, out of sight. I always say out of sight, I'm on it, because when you go to a nightclub and you have an hour and a half to kill, you can't put your backpack in, down. You have to, can't wear a backpack in the club. Yeah, yeah. I, I always put things, I, I call it out of sight, out of mind. I would hide my backpack like underneath like the cushion of like the built of like, you know those booths, how they're built out? Right, yeah, And yeah. you can pull up the cushion and right. there's a whole 
It's like hollow area, inside. Hollow yeah, yeah, yeah. inside. I would put my shit in Stash there. It. Rage balls Rage all and, night. Yeah. And be like, hey guys, can you yeah. get up real quick? Yeah. And, like, and get it. And yeah. I wouldn't have to worry because you, you just don't want to think about it. You don't want a nice bag. You don't want to like, because you don't want like that Louis bag. Yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Take it. I, do, do, I do want to ask DJ Dick before this is over about the Justin Bieber experience. Oh my at, God. What was it? Sangria? Or, yeah. Yeah. American because, Junkie. American right? Junkie. No, but yeah. it, it, it was. Because. The credit for everybody listening out there, DJ Dick has a picture of him raging in a video yeah. of you raging with Justin Bieber. I was back to back with him. Right. I was chugging a 1942 bottle and he was singing, uh, baby, baby, no, baby. No. And I was just, and we was were he back, cool? Was we're, he being cool? Yeah, we were cool as fuck. Because yeah. what happened was when he came up on stage, there was a wall of people kind of chasing him. Right. And then there was no security around me. He was just with a friend. And when he came in, it was like, hey, dude, I was like, I'm not going to try and take a picture with you. He's like, cool, whatever. He's like, you need anything? I'm like, I'm like, I was like, dude, I was like, do you need anything? He's like, I was like, he's like, 1942, dude. I was like, get some 1942 so over this here is right behind now. The DJ this is behind system. the DJ booth, yeah. like where it's all blocked off, like nice. the only safe place he had. Yeah. And then we kind of kicked it for a minute. We're talking, shooting this shit. I'm like, what songs do you want to do? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this new song coming out. And I was like, well, I don't have that. And he's like, well, I got, what about this song? I was like, I don't have that. Cause I don't really. I wasn't a big Justin Bieber fan, and and um, and he give was, me on and, Wi-Fi. Give me on Wi-Fi. Give started, me on Wi-Fi right now. And he started getting all mad. He's like, "What? He's like, this number one song in the country right now." I'm like, "I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I really don't what, have." What, what song was it again? I missed it. Oh God, it was like it was that one that came out like three years ago. That big club hit. Um, it's like 2017. It was a Bieber song. Bieber and um and where but, are you now? Yeah, where are you now? Where are you? Yeah, yeah. Now? Yes. Oh, I yeah. Had, okay, I remember that. I, I remember had, that song. Yeah, I had a ver- I had a club version oh. that was fucking way better yeah. than original, and it was it was upbeat. <laughs> probably the wrong guy to say that. <laughs> <Yeah. too. laughs> Dude, I was like, by, the, by the way, I don't have that version, but I have this version. Yeah. It's way better than the shit you put out. <laughs> I was like, I was yes. like, Beebs, dude. I don't have it, but he's good. He knows the clicks. He yeah. knows the timing. Right. And I put it on, and he. He, he, he was he like was partying with you. He was stoked. He was like, dude, he was like, that was, that was insane. Yeah. I was like, I didn't make it. I just downloaded it off the internet. You <laughs> right, know? Like, right. But he was stoked. He, he knew the clicks. He knew when the buildup is coming. We would communicate, be like, dude, it's going to drop out for a little bit. Then the drop's going to hit. Then it's going to be this chorus. And he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And you turn around. We dip down behind the booth and like talk a little bit more because it's be chaos. Pop back up and there'd be cell phones. Was and everybody going nuts filming dude, the whole time? Every single person had a cell phone going. And yeah. everybody was all of a sudden my best friend. Right. You know, everybody's right. trying to get on stage. And in, in all of a sudden, the owners and everybody just wanted to be within a foot of them. Yeah. And I was the only person out of the whole place that didn't pull their cell phone out. Right. Because I knew someone else around me was going to have a picture. Right. And I didn't want to be that guy. And so then, this was purely coincidental. No, this, this the, all, all. You didn't know about this no, that was going to happen. No, um, all the credit goes to DJ Black Sheep. Oh, cool. Uh, Diego yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. Because he got into a lift with him. Right. Um, he was doing a lift promo. Well, he was in the he was the driver, and he I guess he was in it was in the South Bay, and 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 Diego was on his way to the pier, and Bieber, hang on, stop for a second. Who's doing the lift promo? Bieber is Bieber, driving a lift. Bieber, black, black sheep. They, yeah, black. no, black. No, no. Bieber was doing a lift promo where he surprised people oh. who got in the lift that hey, I'm your driver. Hey, Justin Bieber, oh. your your dri- Uber, your lift driver. Yeah, that's what, that's. I thought you were saying the black sheep was a was his <laughs> lift driver. And I'm like, Justin Bieber doesn't have a fucking driver. <laughs> yeah, 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 DJ like not doing that good. Yeah, you know, but yeah. no. So he got in and he was like, and he got dropped off at the pier, and this is right when I was. 
Um, I was so Black Sheep called a lift. Bieber's his driver. Yes. Takes him from his house yeah. to the pier and drops him to off. To Junkie yes. Hermosa. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, Love this. Love this. So, so um, this is when I was like having him open for me. Because right. he wanted to get a residency, black there. sheep. Yeah, so nice. I was like, I was like, I was like, bro, if you just come in and open for me, and we do this night together, he's gonna give you the Saturday, because you'd be first in line. Yeah. So he came in, and it was like he did from like ten to eleven, and he was like, dude, bro, um, this is gonna sound crazy, but Bieber was in my lift, and I. <laughs> <laughs> that would sound crazy. I wouldn't believe you. And, and, uh, you're, you're fucking with sure, me. Dude, and yeah. I told him he was like, he was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm DJing an American Junkie. You should come by and do a set with us, uh, with my friend. And uh, he you're was, hired. Oh, he was like, yeah, yeah blah blah blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, a little bit before the gig started, there was a little banter going around about about Justin Bieber. I was like, he's over there skating. Or like, um, oh, he just walked into Palmy and just walked right. out the back. Right. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, Bieber's at. Um, he was at Patrick Malloy's. Right. And I'm, I'm, and then this is what happened during my gig, like kind of a little before and a little bit and then during my gig. I was you like, had some signs that it might so happen. So we were yeah. like, we're like, dude, how cool would that be if like you right. fucking came here? Right. Like, we're like, come on, baby, just come here. And all of a sudden at like 1145 comes, that comes cruising in, but kind of like, not with like, you didn't see the beehive around him. It was more so like, he was quick on the stage and, I looked around and no one kind of knew he was there. Right. At first, for, like, right. for like the first 45 it seconds. Doesn't, it doesn't take no long. One yeah. <laughs> no one registered. And I was digging in my backpack and Natalie was with me. Yeah. And I look up and I was like, Nat. And she's like, Whoop. like, she lost her breath. I was, like, yeah. I was like, oh, hey. I was like, what's up, man? My name's Richard. Like top 10 most recognizable people in the Ever. world. Ever. Yeah. Right? You know? I, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, it's cool, man. Stoked. Like, cool. Like, you need yeah. anything? Like, what's up? Like, so we'll do, let's, do some, let's do some songs. Let's do some, he's like, yeah, dude, you got a mic? I'm like, yeah, we got a mic right here. I was like, <laughs> I was like, cool, bro. What a great attitude. I love it. It's <laughs> yeah. so cool. I, but, but I just kind of was treating him as if, like, you know, you know, Dirt Nasty showed up. Yeah. Just anybody that knows how to get on microphones. Right. Like, when you, I've done a lot of shows with, like, Coolio. Right. Or, like, or like Mun B, you know, like yeah. the one who put the satin on your panties. Right. You know, um, I've done these shows with these MCs and, and I know what it's like where it's like they just want a mic and the song and they'll just kind of use it as a backtrack yep. and you turn their mic up a little more than the song and right. so you can hear their voice. Right. And it was just kind of like any other one of those. But it was Justin Bieber and I was and then it was just Were wait. people losing their shit? It was it was, it was a you cannot see past it was just a wall of cell phones. Yeah. It just and then what happened was so crazy. What happened? Reno, we missed it, bro. So after I, re I remember, I think I was at Palmia that night, and all of a sudden Palmia got really empty, and people were like, "Dude, we should go." And I was like, "Everyone that was just in here, and everyone that was next door, and everyone's at the place next door is all in there." Right. Sounds like the worst possible fucking place I could be right, right. now is around seven thousand people. But like, you missed out on the beach. Right? You missed out on the beach. So, all, all I had to do was go to Instagram and just follow the stories. It felt like I was there. I could yeah. hear the yelling behind me. There you go. But the chaotic part was after he did his the three beams. songs. After he did his three songs, um, he go he gets on the mic and and the place was just primed like a, like a pulled back snap rubber band ready to snap. Nice. And and he goes, oh, shut the music off. No music, music, music. Shut the music off. It's all it's all kind of quiet. He has the uh, he has a mic. He's like, hi right, guys, guys, guys. He goes, put your cell phones down. I just want to say a few things. Guys, cell phones down. Just please, I just want to talk to you for real. 
Of no course, way. not everybody did it, but like literally like 98% of the people there put their cell phones down. Nice. And he's like, hey guys, want to let you know, like, thanks for like the support. Like, it was really weird, like growing up in this world and... And he's kind of like was kind of whoa, kind of gave like a Grammy speech. Yeah, he's giving he's giving like American a weird junkie. <laughs> yeah, he was giving like a weird sob story. Nineteen forty two, I'll do that to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was and and it was kind of like a weird moment. It's a really really weird moment. And I was listening to this story, and I was like, oh my god! Once he's done with this speech, like I gotta drop a bomb. Yeah, like oh, this is. I didn't know what I didn't know what bomb to drop. The timings, everything, right? Here, and then yeah. so he was like, the speech is winding up. I was like, oh my god, when I'm gonna play? When I'm gonna play? And then uh, and he closes it up, done, and it's like, ain't nothing but a gangster party. <laughs> Boom! And, 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 no and the, the whole club just went berserkalicious. Like nice. the people just wanting to get his attention. Titties are flying. Whoa! Like it, and he was hung out for a little bit. And then, and he probably for a couple songs on a little side stage, chilling with his weird two friends. Have no clue who those people are, right. but they're like super fashionable. Right. Like looking, you obviously knew those are Bieber's friends because those people don't look like that in the South Bay. No right. guy dresses like <laughs> right. that at right. all. Yeah, you know. And yeah. uh, and then like, and it was like two or three songs in. All of a sudden, I looked to my left. He's gone. Right. No more beeps. That was it. No, didn't exchange information. Done. No. It was that just, was it. Well, he well like he, he was kind of like he was kind of like whatever. But we kind of like chatted here and there after a bit for like a bit but but like three songs is like eight minutes eight minutes is a lifetime with, with djing right. you can go pee go yeah. cigarette like do whatever you want right um the funniest part about this whole Dude, story this was story's epic yeah. <laughs> uh i get a call the next morning from the publicist <laughs> i wish from diego he goes i'm on justin bieber's couch in his living room in the hollywood hills nice and i was like what I was like, yeah. He goes, they left. He goes, they jumped on a jet to go to New York. And his, and uh, and I got woken up by Justin Bieber asking me if I wanted pancakes. Because the all he Diego he partied with them, basically. Diego, Diego yeah. was done. I had to finish out the gig. Yeah. Diego was with him. And he was like, yo, dude, come back with me. He Ubered with Ubered with with Bieber all the way back to the Hollywood Hills. Nice. Did a bunch of cocaine with him. Ooh. To, to, oh, ooh, I don't uh, know if we're supposed to say that. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Sorry. They're, they're at his house. Watch out. Just, just going berserk. And he said he was just just pouring his heart out about Selena Gomez. Oh, wow. And it, Because they just broke up like a like a month ago before. Oh, then cocaine's acceptable this if he's is, dealing with a breakup. That's and fine. So this he, is pre-Haley Biebs. Yeah, yeah, way before. And he goes... And he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, I'm in the Hollywood Hills right now. Um, I, I just ate chocolate pancakes, and they just left on a jet to go to go to New York, and I'm like leaving right now. I'm like, whoa, well, what was it like? He was like, well, you had to put your cell phones away when we walked in. Like, you had to put you had to put it like in the bucket. Yeah. That, that's what the thing people do at these famous people's houses. They have, you have to take your cell phone. They don't want their private they don't want, life. No, they, they, don't they don't want evidence of what you just claimed <laughs> he was doing. Yeah, yeah. That's he crazy. was like, dude, we were just fucking so racking lines with the beeves, oh. and he just left the next morning. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden, it was all over TMZ. And then, what was over TMZ? The the performance at American Junkie, and I'm there, but no one mentioned me. At all, <laughs> whatsoever, as Bieber got jumped snubbed. on stage with this DJ. Yeah. I thought it would, I woke up the next morning going, dude, your career is about to my blow up. My career is about to yeah. blow up. Yeah. I was Justin Bieber's DJ for this moment in the South Bay. I'm the fucking, I'm the bee's knees right now, everybody. Like, yes. I, my ego, 
as it could be any more bigger than it is already was or it was exploding <laughs> and like i had massive amount of text messages like like it was just explosion of attention but when it was on tmz there's no mention of who the dj was that he performed with right and i was just like i'm sure he remembers you uh, I don't know, but it was just a. Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> it was one of those. It's like, a great story. I mean, it's such a. I've such told it a few times on this podcast, but. Just a huge, monster celebrity kind of crossing paths. I mean, nothing like my Real Housewives of Orange County story. Uh, you have <laughs> you have style. you have a real housewives of Orange County well, story. I DJ. Did you have to pee, Reno. Kind of. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> Kind of. Sorry, guys. Great. That's, For the record, everybody listening at home, Reno just burped and blew it in my direction. That, so, so take it easy over now, there, guys. Now you have COVID. Now you have COVID. Jesus. That snuck, that snuck up on me, dude. Sorry, I didn't I didn't know that it's was okay. coming. It's okay. It's okay. It. It's my fourth LaCroix. Dude, you literally so, had dr- pounded four LaCroix. Yeah. If you have to go pee while he tells his story real quick. No, I just, I just asked him. I have right, to listen. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah um, no, I mean, random you know, got asked to do, to DJ Rio Housewives from Orange County, Eddie and Tamara's wedding. Okay. So I am on the episode for 11 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, making, boy. Making the announcements. And it was fun because when it aired, what was shocking was how many people watch Bravo, you know, Rio Housewives. That was, yeah. that was like, the show. I probably got 500 text messages. Oh my God, I just saw you. This is dudes that I've met that live in Detroit that you would <laughs> never think you know, yeah, 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 and they're looking at my number, going, "Bro, I think I just saw you on Real Housewives. Was that you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That was me, bro." I, dude, I'm, I'm yeah. owning it. I'm owning getting it. that right now with Supermarket Sweep because they're re-airing my right. episode I was on. So they're like, they're like, my grandma texted me. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I'm like, what's going on over here? It's, like, it's you're, crazy you're the act, power of TV. Your you acting know? career is not over. There you go. I mean, you just you just did Real Housewives. Your just, podcast career dude, just started, buddy. For, there you go, dude. For sure, my mom. My mom is like the biggest Real Housewives nut. Like, oh cool. She knows everything about all of it. Like anything that's on Bravo, and she always asks me. She's like, well, you know, so and so did this, so and so did that. I don't. For the record, I don't watch any of it, but right. I have to try to play along because if I say no, then I get to hear the whole backstory. And the new story oh, and the thing that she's no. trying to tell me. Right, so right. I gotta check off about an hour and a half. Right. Um, but I kinda wanna I kinda wanna ask her specifically Tamara and Eddie's wedding. Do you remember Tamara and Eddie's wedding? Yeah. I guarantee in Orange County. I guarantee she'll know. And guarantee. It, it was cool. I mean, it was you know, for that world, it was a big deal because all the reality stars were. Was all Vox there. anywhere? Did you were you able to throw a Vox out there? A, a Vox DJs? No, yeah. no signage allowed. Yeah. But we got a shout out in the credits. Okay. But thank you to Vox DJs for <laughs> DJing this event. It's worth and, it. Then. It's worth and, it. Then. And it was interesting it. to see the behind the scenes of a reality show. Not that real. Where they would retake a conversation and yeah. they would say, "Oh, hey, say this again so that these people can talk about." Sorry. Uh, talk about no worries. <laughs> These people can talk about this. So it's it's it is real, but it's staged where they're kind of setting up the different scenarios and scenes. It's not real yeah. reality. That word reality in reality TV is about as far fetched from reality yeah. as it gets. It's a so, de- it's a depiction of reality. Yeah, but it was interesting. My first kind of peek behind the curtain in that world, and it was. Did it ruin it for you? 
Were you um, were you a fan of the show? Like, did you know? I lo- like, I lo- yeah, I love Real Housewives. I love Bachelor. I love all this. And, oh, you do? And I, okay. And I want to believe Reno. Yeah, yeah. I want to believe. So, my my dreams were crushed. Yes, Fuck. seeing the, you know, them restage the conversation between Tamara and her sister yeah. or whatever. You're like I and, thought that was real drama. Yeah, I thought that was real drama. So it's interesting, but the, to to be fair, the conversations they aren't scripted. Right. They're still talking like they would talk. They just have them do it again so they can capture it for television. Exactly. Yeah. They say, okay, talk about that issue again and, and you know, rehash that out. Yeah. And then they would now they would fight about it because they're talking about it yeah. or whatever. So yeah. it, it was pretty interesting. I did, a, I did a reality show for Discovery Channel like 10 years ago. Oh, cool. What was it, it? It was a post-apocalyptic show, but we would have to stop. It was called The Colony. Okay. Um, we, were, we lived in this like, in this like just, it was in Chalmette, Louisiana. It was right out, it was after Hurricane Katrina. It was like old projects that had never been rebuilt yet, like mosquito infested, haunted, all this shit. It was like, it was slumming, is like an easy way to put it. Um, but in this post apocalyptic scenario, there's like all the stress and all this shit, which was real for us in the, in the experience. Yeah. But it became real for me that I was filming a TV show. Right. Because they'd be like, pause, there's an airplane. And there's no airplane during the apocalypse. There's an airplane flying <laughs> yeah, over, so yeah. you guys can't talk right now. I need you to stop talking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but we're Discovery like... Discovery Channel presents like, The Colony, <laughs> I'm starring about, Reno. I'm freezing. I'm fucking starving. I'm trying to start a fire, and I can't because of an airplane. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking? But yeah. I would actually say that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah. Can't you edit that out? Nope, can't do it. Sorry. I got it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you were on The Colony from Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. And you, how many episodes did you guys? Ten have? episodes. Oh, I gotta see this, it was, dude. Yeah, it was, we were. So we, we're all rehashing our life. You know, I'm just finding out about this shit. Yeah, I don't know how you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's this was. I mean, it was we've ten, never talked about it on the podcast. We've ne- no, we've never talked about it on this podcast. Let's I do, never really bring it up, but we're talking reality TV. Let's, yeah, this is let's great. Do that when when me and uh, when when um, uh, my boy comes in to do the supermarket sweep episode. Okay, let's 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 talk about that whole thing for too. sure. Uh, I want to hear about the whole deal. Yeah, what, what's crazy is like you've been on the colony. I had my eleven seconds of fame on Real Housewives yeah. of OC. You know, DJ Dick had Justin Bieber experience. It's just still crazy how obsessed we are with. Celebrity, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. dude. There and, is, and there is an aura that is around him. There's a real aura, like yeah. when I, I when I first big celebrities like Paris Hilton at at, at a, uh, a hotel at the at the um, at the suite, the Beverly Hills Hilton. Right. I was doing a Damiani Diamond party, right. And she was in this room getting her like rental gear for the for the rental jewelry for the red carpet. She walked out of this room, and it was just like it's an aura. The the the, vibe. the vibe in the air just like. Is just different, yeah, way different, right? For some weird reason, it's a weird human instinctual thing. I cannot put my finger on. Is it is it a quality that she possesses, or is it a perception that we? It's one hundred percent perception. Okay, but al- but yeah. also too though, it's a it's a quality that she generated herself, right? So like the way her disposition is at when she walked through that room wasn't what created it and amplified it even more right well because there are people that like just command that level like i've been and i can't think of anyone right now but like there have been people where when they walk in a room you're like holy fuck that's like like if elon musk were to walk in you'd be like fuck man he's not a celebrity but that's elon fucking musk man yeah like he's one of the smartest motherfuckers he's got all like you know who who do you think's the biggest celebrity you know that you've seen in person that you if you can remember or dick even like that's a great paris hilton Example, you know what I mean? Celebrity I've ever seen for me. You know, I saw Jimmy Fallon, and that was big. Like everybody, 
just saw him like out, around him. Just, just saw him like out and about. Yeah, I, I think that's more of like a personal thing where it's like because people all have their personal celebrities. Yeah, you know. But there's, I mean, Bieber defies all that because Bieber's so next level. It's global. That's like he's just, he's like the new Michael Jackson. Like you go to China and people recognize him right. before fucking so I whoever wanted, someone famous. I, I, like I, I, I want to reiterate that like that's freaking amazing. I, I'd have yeah. to say, I'd have to say yeah. Bieber was the biggest, but the most fun was Johnny Knoxville when yeah. I did I DJed his his um his girlfriend's now wife's um, birthday nice. party and super cool down Tra- to earth dude he i dj'd underneath his hanging balls for the mo- from the movie <laughs> that was in it was on a mantelpiece by the fire by the just, fire just like you would awesome. picture it reno yeah of course djing under the hanging balls always yeah. been a no but fan. i told i told the story before like I, he helped me load my shit out of the car but he tried to trip me walking up the stairs with my speakers in my hand <laughs> i was like bro he I was jackassed like, you i was like yeah. dude yeah. I was like, there's no cameras on me now yeah but we, he fucked with me the entire yeah. fucking time. Right. Just just to make me you, feel like one of the boys. You can't be surprised though. Of course he's going no, to. That's he, his was, whole existence. Was, he was so nice and he like he literally like he kind of was like I wouldn't say like sick of everybody that was there, but he kind of always came back to me as like, yo, dude, look at him. He's like, I'm gonna go fucking like throw this like tramp in someone's like from across the room and then yeah. we'd be like, fucking yeah. And like it was just a weird just thing. Who he is. He's a, he, he's, he's a he just wanted to freak me yeah. out. You know, yeah. like, and yeah. could you imagine? There's got to come a time, like in those jackass movies. I love those movies, but if you watch like the behind the scenes or like the the dot five, like, when does like, it stop? After credits, like those guys are like, seriously, man, I can't even. Fu- I haven't slept in a fucking week. Yeah. yeah, every time I fall asleep, they're fucking with me. I can't. Like, yeah, it's got to be so I stressful. Love those movies. For like, some reason, mousetrap on are so good. Mousetrap you know? on your dick. A fucking yeah. like getting punched in the back of the head. You can't sit anywhere. You can't touch anything. Yeah, you can't drink anything. Right. You can't not rest, have your back against a wall, right? Like you know, no, you re- rest like, in peace, Phil. Yeah, I think Phil passed away, right? He did. I Phil, so. Phil yeah. Margera, yeah, yeah Bam's dad. That, but during a quarantine with Jackass, loving Jackass, love prank shows. My new obsession is old episodes of Punked. I've, I don't know what it, what it is. I just think it's so funny <laughs> seeing celebrities get pranked. You know what I mean? Really? And, and their reaction. It's just it's just interesting. Do you go down the how'd you how'd you go down these? the YouTube, YouTube rabbit, rabbit hole? hole? Okay. Yeah. The next thing you know, I'm at my desk trying to get work done, and I'm watching, you know, watching a guy Stephen from the Hills get punked. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> you know? that show was great when it first came out though. Dax Shepard was like he and like Ashton Kutcher did like everything. So funny. Dude. Yeah. The, now, the Nick Lachey one is so funny. I don't remember they that. They show one. up at Nick Lachey's house and Dax Shepard's is uh, Jessica Simpson's long lost cousin. And he wants to move in, and and it's just, oh yeah, cliche is like, who is this guy? It was just get him the fuck. It's out just of so hell. funny seeing the reaction. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, Ashton Kutcher looks like he had some face work done. Oh, really? Recently? I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh. I haven't. I haven't seen. I don't know, dude. I, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Speculative. There you He's go. married to Mila Kunis, though, who I always thought was. I so didn't know that until hot. a couple days ago. I was oh. like, what? I was like, you guys must have been banging during that show. Doing yeah. something like you know, imagine having, imagine working for that long on a show with somebody, and have and having this weird crush that you never actually, um, like, uh, uh, like went through with, and followed through with until now they're married. Like, what? Imagine them turning on the TV and seeing them two on TV. Like, do we know it at the time? Like, did they know it? So I, you know, I heard her on. I want to say it was Howard Stern, and she actually seems like she's like a super fucking cool chick. Yeah. Like super cool. Yeah. And they, like she always had a thing for him, but she, when she did that 70s show, I think she was like- They were both both dating other people. But she was like 15 playing an 18-year-old. He's like, I can't 
bang yeah. a 15 year old right you know what i mean yeah. and then she was 18 and he's like you're fucking 18 i'm ashton kutcher i'm 25 yeah. i'm right you know i'm in you know whoever i want in hollywood sort of thing but how she, could he not be into her though well i mean she was a little girl when they he met was with demi yeah yeah she was also hot she was at least 18 on the show i don't think so man i think she was like in high school but she's a genius yeah. she speaks like a ton of different languages yeah um, i heard that interview too yeah, yeah she was great oh dude she came across real cool Smoke down to show. Earth. yeah Sweet. yeah and then uh, she does. Excellent. She does the. Uh, is it Jack Daniels or Jim Beam? One of those commercials. Yeah. The Jim Beam stuff. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, she's a smoke show. She's hot, dude. I always thought she was banging. She did that movie with Justin Timberlake. I think it was Justin Timberlake, but there was like a sex scene, and I was like, "Fuck!" I knew it. I knew that's how she'd get down. Like yeah. I knew. I always pictured this, and that she's. That's what. That's <laughs> but how that, she. But exactly that like you pictured. That's how she does it, and that's what I figured. But there I'm just not JT. <laughs> and you're like, I was right all those times, and I was by myself thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, exactly. It's exactly how it worked. That's it's so awesome. <laughs> Fuck, dude, that was fun. Casey, what are you up to now, man? You're what, bi- what, doing business as usual. Yes, or not as usual. Business as the new usual. Right. Do you see? Live DJing coming back anytime soon from being inside on the industry. Is there any indicator that you're waiting for? Like if this happens, then we're on. Yeah. I mean, great question. Um, so excited to get back to it. And how hard are we gonna rage when this is all over? You know? <laughs> the hardest. And and it's gonna so be weird, dude. It's it, once these vaccines gets out, you know, dude, it's it's gonna be good. Yeah. And it's gonna be roaring twenties, twenty twenty one craziness. You know, DJ Dick's going to be working seven days a week. I'm, I'm like reluctant. I'm like, I'm like, he said he's retired. His jersey's in the rafters. He's scared. We've gotten, we've gotten used to the new lifestyle. Complacent. So now we're going to have to suddenly ramp up again as DJs and be working every weekend again. I'm loving, I'm loving the government cheese, dude. This is crazy. So I realistically think, you know what, by July, August, hopefully, you know, 50, 100 person events, 150 people. Before we'll the be- before the World Series, this is October, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'd say so, I'd say Labor Day weekend ish is when it, it will feel maybe a little normal, but it depends on how fast the vaccines roll out. Right. But according to Florida, right now, like they, they're partying like nothing's wrong. <laughs> Texas too. Texas too. See, like, I, like I, I feel like yeah. I feel so, like something's gonna give, and it's gonna give fast around here because it's already given everywhere else. Our, People are already frustrated and going to parties yeah and we're in the middle of the pandemic i flash forward three six months they're gonna be i'm over it i've been i've been over it for a while i've been i've been going out and being social but being safe and not putting anyone else in jeopardy that doesn't do it to themselves and you are a very very healthy healthy person extremely healthy yeah yeah. and and you're the you're the if anybody should if anybody should get covid and beat it it's you are like the I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah, yeah. not at all. And, and, um, and, but that's and not. You, but I can't speak. Like it's, I'm not worried, selfishly, but I'm not. And, and if yeah. you're worried, stay home. If yeah. you if you if you just stay the fuck home. Then. Well, I'm excited because of so much tension going on in society that <sighs> everybody has their own yeah. opinion of yeah. how COVID should be handled. Yeah, they all, we all have been dealing with that. Yeah, to me, that's Facebook what's has been, been lit. That's what's been frustrating is every person that you ask. Yeah. Talk to DJ Dick, talk to Reno, talk to me, talk to my parents. Yep. We all have a different way of how we're handling this. Yeah. I'm excited for that to be over. Yeah. Like, can we all just go out to a restaurant and a party and it's all good and we don't have to talk for masks? Yes. About, I mean, masks yes, are literally a, a, a topic at my family dinner every week. <laughs> How we should handle masks, how many masks we should wear. I don't know if you guys got the news. We're not supposed to wear two masks. Oh, cool. So Reno's not even wearing one mask. <laughs> no. 
And we're now supposed to wear two masks. And so it's just, I'm excited for that to be over. Yeah. Like that whole. You know what's really freaking no, out? It, it, well, real quick, on the mask thing, right? I, I wear them out of respect. I think that they probably do more harm than good from all the scientific like studies that I've read that I haven't done about in about breathing in your own carbon dioxide too much, especially if you're a really active person like I am, you can get poisoning and it like really dumbs down your immune system hard. Mm-hmm. So you should try to breathe pure oxygen as often as you can. Right. But that's the only reason that I say that. Not a, like I'm not the person where I walk into Vons or like put a mask on. I'm like, fuck you, free America. No, not at all. I always have a mask on. I'm not starting shit. I'm just doing fucking right. my I'm, shit. I'm worried, about, my I'm worried about like the interactions with people. Like I'm noticing people being very reluctant to be like touchy and like huggy because I'm a huggy person. I'm a hugger. Every single yeah. time I'm out like I will hug. Right. I have the we best have three time. ladies and gentlemen, three huggers in the room. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Come on. Bring, and like, bring it I, on. I'm noticing we need people. Luberderm as a sponsor. We need Luberderm or Jurgens as a sponsor. So you just hug it out and grease it up in here. Yeah. I'm, Sans I'm just, pants. I'm just worried about about the the impact of 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 people not realizing it's okay to interact with other people at very close distances. We, right. We've had the flu going around forever. The coronavirus is going to be around for at least the next eighteen years, so no matter gonna, what. It's, it's going to be socially it's, awkward and like a, doormen and like hostesses and all the shit. They're not going to remember how to do what they were supposed like, to do, and they get long, like overwhelmed. How long yeah. are we supposed to do this for? Like, like everybody's vaccinated. People are saying after you're vaccinated, you still have to wear masks. It's like no, 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 no. Once you're vaccinated, you're back at night. You're if back pre COVID. If that's the you're case, done. then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and, that was and, an article that was just out was saying. Even though you got the 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 vaccine, still wear a mask. No, so it was New York still Times no or something. Still suck my dick, CDC. How about that? That's how I feel about it. So, and, but and, and but people <laughs> believe, but half the countries believe in it, half the countries not. But as long as we are ad- adhering to the lowest common denom- denominator, which are the scared soccer moms, everybody everything's not going to go normal until dumbass extreme extreme stream leftism is going to get the fuck out of the way of, <laughs> of this of this shit and. And let and let people just take their own risks on their own time at their own demise. On that note, you have you have employees that yeah. you said that you furloughed. They're going to bring back. Yeah. Have any of your employees found other jobs? Where like, hey man, I couldn't really do it, yeah, so I'm doing called, this it's now. Ed yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, I was just <laughs> talking to. Um, is that so, a con- uh, and is that a concern of yours? Maybe I was like just a talking to a, a bride today, and she was saying, "Well, is DJ Dave available for my wedding?" You know, we've now rescheduled three times. And I said, DJ Dave lives with his parents in New York City now. He will not be at your wedding. He is barely, you know. So yeah. it's it's a cra- it's a different climate. Yeah. And, and the 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 staffing is completely changed. Right. Because protocol and everything, but but your ability like your availability of staff, right? I mean Yeah. And people some people aren't comfortable with working and it's that's a whole uh, thing so we have our core group of about 50 guys that you know your rider dies office and core that are like hey i want to work send me out we're good yeah but there we do have a share that's just paranoid and saying dude until this thing you know yeah looks, is until the climate looks safer i'm not i'm not doing it so know? this like and we t- we've talked about this on the podcast often dick and i have in this is like people who have a true passion and they like just do whatever they do whatever the fuck they gotta do to be passionate about the thing that they're passionate about in your pivot to the zoom thing speaks volumes for how much you care about your business and how much you care about your employees and creating that environment in that adapting instead of just bitching about it. Right. Right. So now you have some people that are doing things 
the new way with you. You've lost some good people. There's probably some people that you don't even know exist that would jump into like some new talent coming to Vox, right? When right. when things start getting booked and shit like that, right? There's yeah. no shortage of DJs. Yeah. And there's this, so many. Really? The, That's a thing? Oh my yeah. God, dude. The, the, the it's pandemic. one of the most saturated entertainment spaces. Yeah, but like somebody that you would hire. Right. right? I mean, people say I'm a DJ, but Di- they're not. Diamond Dozen. Not... Diamond Dozen. Really? Well, Reno, what it did was take everybody that worked at our company and the guys that really love it and really want to do it are still around. I love And that. they're ready to work. Yeah. And the guys that were on the fringe that were like, yeah, DJing's okay. I guess I'll pick up an extra couple hundred bucks this weekend or whatever. Right. Those guys have all gone. Right. Because they're like, I wasn't even that into it to begin with. Right. And now you give me an excuse to be out. <laughs> There's yep. me. I'm just like fucking over it. And DJ Dick's just over it. And I'm like excited because I'm like, this will look fun. I don't want to DJ Friday, Saturday, Sunday like I used to. I want right. to keep it more, hey, just Saturday because I'm really enjoying the the free time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been. You've earned it. I've earned it, yeah. bro. Where can we find? Yeah. Where can people book Vox DJs at? Well, you go to uh, voxdjs.com, and then you can fill out your request. Spell event. that. Fill out your request and event form today. <laughs> we'll get you a quote. Mention this podcast and get ten percent off, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, is that our first sponsor? Yeah. Is that our first legitimate sponsor? Dude, hey, <laughs> you can't talk like oh, sorry, that about sorry. other sponsors. Oh, oh, yes. Dude, what oh, the sorry. fuck? Sorry, yes. we have a sandwich sponsor. They give us sandwiches. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, no, I'm saying, but like, okay, is it Vox DJs. Yeah, Voxdjs.com. Uh, we do DJs, MCs, lighting, photo booths, silent discos, live music. Dude, that silent disco shit is fun. Yeah, yeah. that's really fun. Really fun. Yeah. Where, where can we find you? Um, what? In- uh, well, I'm at, at Casey Campbell 22. Follow me today at Casey Campbell 22. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You're gonna see me. My new obsession has been playing guitar and piano in my music room in my house. So if you want to see bad covers of Counting Crows. At Casey Campbell, twenty-two, I'm your guy. So you <laughs> you picked up guitar during the pandemic. I, I've always played, but like I've loved being able to just like play all the time now because that's like my thing. Because what's cool about music and playing instruments is the pandemic hits. You're like, cool, I'll play guitar all night on a Friday night. I fucking awesome. love yeah. that, dude. Dude, come jam sometime. You want to come jam? I don't really know how to play instruments, but I, I like the drums. <laughs> okay. But I think Could you wh- beat on a box? And- 100%. Yeah? He can okay. beat off to Mila Kumez. <laughs> uh, I, can, I can also do that to- DJ Dick called her Mila Kumez the, just uh, now, by the way. To the, <laughs> the to, wrong name. To the tune of, I'm trying to think of the Counting Crows song. What's the Counting Crows song? I can uh, I can beat off to, uh, but from flaccid to finish during the chorus. 100%. Perfect. 100%. What, about, what about for your refractory period? There you go. There you go. I'm, back by, I'm back by the second chorus. Back by the second chorus. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. But no, that's been fun to kind of have that as an outlet. And that's where the, the pandemic hit. And I was able to be like, dude, I can play music now. I can get back into that. I can get some of the old band back together. And uh, so I always tell everybody, tune in for mediocre covers of your favorite song. I, lo- I love that. I love like the humble. I love me. the humbleness, bro. I know I do not have you know a Justin Timberlake voice or a Justin Bieber voice. I am fully aware. So no, right, you, so you, you I'm saying so you did the you did the intro. I want you to do the outro. But okay. first, I'm going to say you know, you guys, please share the podcast. Do everything. We I don't know, dude.com, I d u n n o at I don't know, dude podcast on Instagram. You know, Reno and I here fucking trying to put these out all the time. Um, Casey, like you were, you were a fucking treat. Let's go, baby. You got to come back, Uh, dude. I'll come back. You have to. So uh, to wrap things up here today, on behalf of DJ Dick, 
Reno. My name was Casey. I was your MC here today. We want to thank you for listening to the I Don't Know Dude podcast. We'll see you next time. Oh.